You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. Who's behind the door? A fistful of dullard. <laughs> <laughs> don't thaw the ice. Cocaine. Then you got the yellows. Here come the yellows. <laughs> Look, I'm not the best gay. 12 years in, baby. Lucy and Goosey. Bad On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. 
Hello, indeed. Yes, welcome into the program. Episode uh, 2319. Is that what I was just told? No. So, no. Who, he said 2019. Yeah, what did you... Oh, 2019. Year, which was... Con- I knew what you meant, but it was really weird. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I, I, we haven't been here in two weeks. you got to throw yeah. numbers at me when, when give... we always know that I don't know what uh, episode number it is anyway. I mean, it was poorly thought out, I agree, but I wanted to generate some excitement. And uh... You didn't. No. You didn't do anything, but you, you know you generated confusion. Utter failure. Failure. <laughs> All right, well, I generated Look at a fucking mirror. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? That's what I want you to do today. For 9-2019, yeah. look at a mirror. Okay. You know, you're not gonna like what you see. Maybe replace one of those four screens with a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I can look at myself. You know what? Just turn it around. Yeah, just look at the monitor. Yeah. All right. So what is it? Twenty three, twenty two. Yeah. There we go. All right. Fine. All right. That's good. All right. We're back. Uh, strong. Fine. Better than ever. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, welcome in. We haven't seen these guys in a while. Stop it. Stop talking right now. I don't know uh, what I'm trying happened. Trying to save it. I just try to save it. That's the only you, thing. You, I was you know, to what you're trying to save the fact that you probably haven't talked to anybody in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is a bad idea. Just admit this is the only conversation you have. <laughs> Just admit that. And once you admit that, we'll understand why you, uh, nobody can get a sentence out. You're my family. <laughs> oh, all right. That's, I'll accept that. Makes me feel nice, but also sad. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw some sort of thing on uh, Twitter or something. Uh, Ellie was at some game game night or something the other night. Yeah, uh, you yeah. socialize. Of course I, I saw. Right? We saw your little, trying to play into your bit. Your little head in the background with a smile and no, you, nobody seemed angry. <laughs> <laughs> Do they not let you talk when you're doing the playtesting and games and stuff? Is it like a strict code of... Oh, yeah. There's, well, actually... I'm just trying to figure out why you act like you just come, came out of a desert for two weeks. <laughs> Don't feel that way, so I can't answer your. But question. it is that you. But we say it every every week. We 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 acknowledge. We, we we joke that you obviously haven't spoken since the last time we saw you because you can't stop talking. I. But th- that's also what he's always like. So it's it's only like a slightly weirder version of his normal like oh, we, when we come in on thursday we've seen him monday yeah he's a little dog he's a dog that doesn't remember that we were just here <laughs> yeah and that uh and, and he's excited that the master is home and by the way that uh, now that that's out i would like to be called master <laughs> if we could go with that that would i would really appreciate that sure because shooter my nickname shooter let's be honest very offensive in 2019 it's, oh, not, gonna, it's not gonna fly it's been it's been problematic for a couple it, years it's now. been yeah it is basically uh, ever since well uh, ever since i did that thing in vegas oh, but uh do you want to be just master or shall we call you master and commander because master alone sounds like uh, you know it's like, like a slavery kind like of thing. a young when you used to get kid. that on a uh at a or yeah Ma- you, master james pardo on, yeah, a, on yeah, a birthday yeah. card from like your grand- master bruce from like, grandmother right yeah grandmother used to send cards master jim <laughs> oh but if i may I, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to work this into my app but i have to share this with you this is at disneyland uh and what i just said made me think of this which is why at disneyland here's this is 100 a a something that i heard and uh could not stop repeating for the rest of Disneyland. Ready? We're in the gift shop. A woman. What about your earrings? <laughs> oh dear lord! <laughs> to a uh, uh, employee. Wow. Woman shopping for earrings at the gift shop at Disneyland, yeah. and that was her way of getting into the conversation. <laughs> what about your earrings? Oh, so not the earrings the person was wearing. Nope. Like she was looking to your, shop. Meaning Disneyland's yeah. earrings. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fun. <laughs> that was uh, wonderful, and and I again we cannot I mean, all three of us. That was what we said. The, and, what about your cotton candy? <laughs> the That's entire great. day. What about you? And then we did it, and, and embarrassed Oliver. We did it. Uh, 
Danielle was on the other side of a, uh, uh, a display and I went, what about your earrings? And a woman heard me. She goes, oh, the earrings are, I go, no, 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 no. Oh. I would never speak to a human being like that. I was, yeah. we were doing, somebody spoke like that earlier, but that Disney way, it's like, well, you know what? Maybe the woman didn't know how to talk. No, okay. No, just acknowledge that woman was crazy and shouldn't speak like that. Yeah. What about your earrings? Um, but it's kind of fun at the same time. To. I, I, it's, it's like, it's on the, to me, it could be read as very rude and you were there so you know but it could also just be like what a fun old-fashioned way of addressing people oh yeah this, that is not what was happening <laughs> i don't disagree with you um it was uh, but this was not uh, done yeah. in that way this was a woman that wanted the help <laughs> to oh, do God. their job <laughs> yeah uh while she you know goes around disneyland trying to uh, you know get uh, pluto shit off her foot <laughs> i found out that's not a real dog by the way while i was there that was very then, who's, then I, I have to ask whose shit is that well you know everybody's got a, everybody brings a dog somewhere these days <laughs> that is true can't go anywhere without seeing some sort of a uh, pooch. service dog pooch mm-hmm. i put service dog in quotes i know there's real ones out there but of course we know my thoughts on this uh anyway we've got a couple of weeks happy new year to everybody merry christmas in mm-hmm. fact uh you know, uh, Hanukkah, whatever you guys celebrated. I guess, I guess we dealt with all that before we left here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the new year is, of course, starting. And uh, uh, I haven't seen you guys, but of course, we've been keeping in touch via the text messaging services that our uh, uh, cell phone provider gives us. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's a. Uh... If, it, if Elliot were excluded, it would really just be Apple messages. There, there's no... Uh, nice and smooth, too. Yeah. Huh? yeah, get an iPhone. Get or, us out of the green bubble, man. Or more importantly, take us off that uh, half moon. <clears throat> Could you get rid of that? What half moon are we talking about? That's what shows up uh, when uh, you uh, mute us or whatever you do. When you Oh, is that true? When you want to go dark. Oh, I've never noticed that. I never noticed that either. Oh, yeah. If you look right now, I think it's right there. Cause Am you, I, I, no, I don't think you're muted right in, now. Are we in silent mode on... No. Well, I don't know where we all are. But here, what you, the, the inverse of that annoyance is... Uh, whenever you guys hit a heart on somebody's iMessage post, I yeah. get a thing that says, you liked whatever right. that is. Yeah, like yeah, it sends yeah. a new message to me. Yeah. And sometimes that reads weird. Yeah, my brother does. My brother also has does not have an iPhone. So he's whenever I like what his thing is like, what does that mean? And he's right. like, he goes, well, cause, and then I explain. He goes, oh, it's just because same damn deal that it, yeah. it read weird. Yeah. Jim liked going to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. We, we also see that because when you get a notification of that and you're not in the app, it does the same thing. And then when you go in, you see it. The way but do you see it as like a separate message or just like. A no, heart? no, it just it says it in text. It likes because like it can't like express that in a notification. Oh. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, so it's basically just saying like Jimmy like laughed at your thing or whatever. Yeah. But we understand it because we have have apple products we under we, we are in a world yeah, that there. is just slightly better than whatever you're doing <laughs> you go although that. i love your blackberry it's boy do i love it i do keys. love it yeah look keys. at the keys oh. i'd rather be less less angry and on on the more often basis where i use my phone than I'm, I'm all for that i'm all for you not coming in here and killing us because you can't <laughs> handle your texting yeah that said elliot was very helpful over the way uh over the holiday and putting together a little uh clip for us to use on websites for when we do never not funny live uh, shows uh because a venue was uh maybe it hasn't been fixed yet a certain venue has a very old clip of my stand-up up uh, to promote uh a never not funny hmm. show and that uh that's not the way man <laughs> happy to do the, it get with the times the uh and that's what happened over the holiday so uh, happy new year everybody and uh, Matt, you went over to you went to New York. I did, right? Uh, uh, but you've been sick. I got sick right before Christmas, and then you were sick at my home. 
I was. You brought was, filth into my home. It was starting to feel. Yeah, it was. You know how when you like, you're like, oh, I think I might be. It was like that night, I think. And then, yeah, that was two weeks ago, and uh, it's still. Yeah, you sound horrible. Yeah, I mean, it, it. It's like up and down. It wasn't bad the whole time, but yeah, it's just annoying. Annoying to be travel. I think the travel and seeing a bunch of people with different pathogens all over them is probably not the best way to get over something like this. But uh, you know, what are you gonna do? We're here. We're doing our show. Back in the swing of things. Mike, doing the best that we can, trying to get by in this 2019. Right? We're going to go down. I'm, I'm going down this weekend to see how that wall improves. <laughs> right? I understand sure. we're probably going to get uh, building on that this weekend. So uh, go down and see them. Uh, you know, cut that ribbon and uh, get started on that. <laughs> Let's just tell him he has a wall in. That's it. That's all we got to do, right? Yep. Yeah. You that- got it, sir. Right from the beginning, I thought that was the best solution. He's he doesn't know he has he has no sense of what's really happening anywhere anyway. So you just go, yeah, yeah, we're done. We finished it. <laughs> Guess what? It cost way less than we thought it did. We don't need the money. So right, no problem. And we did it. And you know what? The, and, and you know what? The truth is, the, the the illegal immigration at the southern border is down to begin with. So like, if they showed him the numbers, right? So look at that, sir. It's working. It's yeah. already working. The, yeah. the wall's working. And here's the best part. We got Mexico to pay for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there you go. It's all yeah. set. It's actually also invisible. So if you're ever down there, <laughs> you won't actually see it, but it is working. That's uh, You won't see any people either because it's we got the best walls. It's doing great. You know, there is an invisible wall technology, right? That where there, there's a thing where somebody pitched a thing. I don't know if it even works, but somebody's legitimately pitched an invisible an invisible wall technology. Without a collar? Without <laughs> <laughs> yes, without a collar, but yes. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. Right? No, but it's like a they... laser wall or something. Oh, I don't right. know what it's supposed to be. That doesn't the, sound good. The build a wall GoFundMe is at $19,472,754. But isn't that going to go away? Because that guy, because uh, legally that, like, that money has nowhere to go. Yeah, where does it go? Uh, I thought I that know. thing was already shut down. It doesn't look like it. And Donate now. How cl- how fucking racist are you that you give a nickel to that thing? Yeah. Well, three hundred twenty-three thousand people. How many? Three hundred twenty-three thousand. Three hundred twenty-three thousand people are like, you know what? I'll help build that wall. We got to keep those people out. I'm sick of it. Some <sighs> asshole sitting in the some place in Minneapolis. Well, yeah, where I'm sure they're having tons of firsthand experience right? with uh, illegal immigration. Ridiculous. Well, it didn't take very long. Would it take us 10 minutes to get into this? In the uh... I was really hoping that uh, this would, would the, at least the shutdown would be over by now so that we didn't have to talk about it. But uh, yeah. anyway, how was your break? <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, I know I'm answering you in this way and also to, to thank the listeners for support and stuff. Uh, it, but uh, Oliver's still dealing with some illness. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we got another doctor's appointment today. And so... Yeah. Uh, uh, Thank everybody for the support, uh, and I and I mean that sincerely. And I, and I know everybody's concerned, and, and I and I and I don't, I don't say that flippantly. I've gotten a lot of very nice emails yeah. uh, from fans and whatnot, and uh, it. Uh, I don't want to put too much weight on it because I'm doing a comedy show, right? But uh, boy, does it suck having your uh, kid be sick for two months and uh, having uh, doctors and specialists maybe not know exactly what's going on and. Uh, have to schlep them all over uh, town trying to figure out uh, yeah. what's happening. And um, uh, and I only bring it up so that people, uh, because apparently when uh, I said he's getting better and uh, and maybe I was being optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got a lot of. Uh, oh, great. Uh, glad he's well. Oh, great. Glad, glad he's feeling better. Doing, doing great. It's like, well, geez, he's not. Yeah. And uh, but again, I thank you, everybody, for the support. Um, and then I've had uh, since I was here, I had a PRP shot in what's my that? shoulder. 
plasma replacement procedure. Is that what it stands for? Whoa. So instead of surgery on my torn labrum mm-hmm. in my shoulder, they, they draw blood. They do some sort of a mixture. And then they put a, uh, put a needle uh, through your arm. Wow. Into the uh, into that area, and hopefully uh, they've had results where it, it helps rebuild that tissue. Wow. But it also, uh, it takes away the pain. Huh. So I, I was let's call it the last time you and I spoke at a an eight pain wise. Yeah, I'm at a one and a half right oh, now. Fantastic, that's good. Uh, I've also had an epi- another epidural done for my neck while we were gone. So uh, our house is a mess between yeah. my son and uh, what he's dealing with, and uh, and then me going to a different procedure or physical therapy every other day uh, we've uh, it's been a weird two weeks yeah we did take a little time out to go down to disneyland as i mentioned nice. i had to do some shopping for earrings and, um, <laughs> um, i do all my jewelry shopping at disneyland i go i go down there and again I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out a way to make this into a stand-up thing because i haven't written a new joke since i'll call it 2007 <laughs> and what year is this did I go back? Did I go back far enough for that joke? I, think I don't know so. if it did. All right, it was plenty far. Yeah, yeah, because it was. I mean, it's obviously not true. Hey, speaking of which, I want to thank the people that came out. To, speaking of my stand-up, oh, yeah. Thing, yeah, people New that New came New out to Burlington, uh, Iowa, for New Year's Eve. Hannah Hogan and I, terrific show. Great, boy, oh boy. Uh, they said that uh, we sold more tickets than any other New Year's Eve. Uh, so I want to thank the Never Not Funny fans yes. that made that happen. Yeah, uh, there was a uh, Matthew and a Nate and a Jim Glass came out uh, that I know of, and I know yeah. other Never Not Funny fans were there that did not give me their names. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> but the room was ja- it was it was great. It was great. It's awesome. It was great. That's good. Yeah, uh, and you know, done by nine ten. Yeah which is the best uh, that's what you want New mm-hmm. Year's Eve you don't want to be on stage uh, as it approaches midnight Counting that's always a disaster no. and they uh, they have to get home and listen to our Never Not Funny episode that counts it down <laughs> that's right that's right those uh, the, the, well not everybody there did of course they uh, some of those people stared at me like I was an idiot <laughs> um, I of course did get one message from a guy who told me that I and it was very funny I, 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 I will tell you this uh, as, as outspoken as I am on stage, stand-up wise these days about Trump and my feelings, I I decided on New Year's Eve at Burlington, Iowa, to let all that not happen, mm-hmm. just to avoid that topic. There's no reason. There's yeah. no. I mean, there, I mean, there is reason. But people are trying to have a good time. They're trying to have a good celebrate. time. They paid. They paid a lot of money to be there. Yeah. It's a New Year's Eve show. It might be their night out for the year. Yeah. They don't need a guy, and I mean this sincerely. They don't need the Hollywood quote unquote elite guy coming in and telling them they're dumb hillbillies for supporting this racist. Yeah. And so I decided to stay away from that. I don't know, but I, I still got an email from a guy. How fucking dare you? What? I didn't do I didn't say anything. You literally didn't say anything. I, I went out of my way. Huh. Out of my way not to. Weird. But I got a guy that still, yeah, he, he, uh, he let me know that, uh, you know, uh, while my show was okay, and he put that in quotes, uh-huh. uh, didn't appreciate uh, being condescended to about politics. I was like, I didn't. Weird. I, I dude, I, I literally, oh I, I don't, I, yeah, it confused the heck out of me. I feel like we need to do an autopsy on this uh, set and figure out what it was. Uh, if, it's, if we get Quincy, I can tell you what's going to happen. It's murder. It's murder. <laughs> that is no accident. It's murder. Hey, uh, you, before, you wouldn't talk to me about it because I hadn't seen it yeah, yet. Yeah, I'm not going to talk to you about anything. But you saw Come From Away before Christmas, and I just saw it this past weekend. Mm-hmm. What would you think? I loved it. Oh, my God. I loved it so you much. You did not know that. We did not predict that, did we? No, we did not. We did not predict you enjoying it. Oh, God. I We thought, because you are, your musical, and your own admission, yeah. 
There are certain musicals that, that you do not care for at all, right. and there's other ones that you seem to enjoy. Yeah, uh, we all had it. Uh, Garen and I had it. That there was no way you were going to like this. I I loved it. It's like a. Here's the thing. the The music is. I thought the music is great. Like I like that sort of Irish folk type music. And uh, but the but it's like a kind of like a documentary like sort of just collection of stories from a real thing that uh now when you just, say real thing what are they <laughs> what, for, I, I jokingly said for people that don't know yeah, yeah. about uh, come from away yeah it's it's a, well and by the way thank you i wish i could remember the name there was probably more than one but i definitely remember one never not funny listener a long time ago saying you guys have to see come from away you will love it i think it was debbie weissman wasn't it oh was it okay well thank you debbie because debbie weissman was there Wait, what? Yeah, she was in the other town. She was. Uh, oh my God! What I town was this? Give me uh, uh, in Newfoundland. Webster or something? No, that can't. That doesn't sound right. Okay, is it um, Arnold from I was, Strokes? I was going to make the same joke. <laughs> I was going to make the exact same joke. I'm not kidding. That doesn't sound right. I think it's Arnold. Damn it! I, I think it, there's uh, like there were like four towns, and they definitely. She Debbie was in one of them. Oh my God! Yeah. Gander. Gander. Yeah, this was Gander, yeah. and then Debbie uh, Weissman. Uh, who's again been listening to us from uh, I think day one? Uh, so she, wait, was she on a plane and and had got no no stuck she there? lives there oh okay she Jeez. lives there and then she I believe she went down and and uh, you know what why don't I just tell you all right well let me finish yeah you go you do know. that and then I'll tell you what it so <clears throat> went on the morning of nine eleven when what's up they sh- there was something on two thousand one nine eleven okay two thousand uh, a long time ago then yeah uh, when they shut down all the U.S. airspace, there were all these planes coming to America that had to go somewhere. And there's a huge airport in Newfoundland uh, that used to be the last stop for transatlantic flights because they couldn't make it all the way across without refueling. So they would stop at this giant airport, refuel and keep going. And so there was this big airport that doesn't get used much. And so what is it like 38 flights or something landed there over, I think, 7000 people basically had to got stuck in this town for a week and. Uh, and that's what this musical is about. It's about it's about how the town reacted to that. And it's about the people from the plane, the plane people who uh, got stuck there. And you just get little snapshots of like a sort of a, a it's like a, a handful of of uh, different characters that you're following. And um, yeah, I mean, it reminded me of the movie Flight 93, where it's like very straightforward telling like a very um, linear telling of an event. Uh, but then it's but then it has the music to sort of get yeah. emotional. And the music, I, I really enjoy the music. I think I enjoyed the music more than you, Garen. I didn't want to say I that. Didn't uh, dis- I didn't dislike the music. I just my point is that it's not the kind of music you're going to just throw on and listen to. That's like the Hamilton thing. Hamilton or yeah. Dear Evan Hansen. It's, it's like not I, pop I, enough to. Right. I downloaded it because I'm like I want to listen to it again, but I don't know if I'm going to listen to it over and over again. Because yeah. I've actually listened to it more than Dear Evan Hansen. Truth really? be told, yeah, yeah. I, I like. I think I like those songs more. I could see that. Yeah, it's, it's probably more your musical taste. All right, here, let me give you W. Weissman very quickly. Uh, we lived in St. John's at the time, the big two, the big two us city. We lived not too far from the airport and heard all the planes landing there that day. It seemed like it was nonstop for hours, then nothing, which was creepy. In St. John's, it was pretty much the same as Gander, except we had enough space for everyone to stay in the city. They didn't have to be bussed out. Uh, things came together quickly afterwards. Uh, when I thought about it, it's pretty amazing how they are, which is what I thought about the play, too. It's like it was amazing how that city uh, it came together. Yeah. Uh, they'd go on the radio and say what was needed and where to uh, where to call to volunteer. Almost immediately, they'd be back on saying they had enough. We were on a waiting list to volunteer for driving people around. Our neighborhood put together some stuff. Uh, uh, they donated blankets, towels, snack food, toys for kids, decks of cards, books, money. 
Uh, it was nice to feel like we helped in some small way. Um, but she was in St. John's, uh, Demi yeah. Weissman. So that, but what, you know what? It kind of stressed me out that play a little bit because, and to make it about me for 10 seconds, because I am the master. Um, <laughs> remember when we were supposed to go to Austin, Texas, and I got stranded in Dallas because that ice storm for two yeah, days? Yeah. I remember being in Dallas for two days and stressed out of my mind on what, why can't I go home? Yeah, yeah. Why can't you just let me get on a right. plane? Why am I stuck on a plane for four hours? Yeah. Why am I now stuck in this airport? Why can't I? So yeah. I can't imagine, like when they were stuck on the plane for 14 hours, oh, then no. they're stuck in that town. Let me fucking go and home. They, and they didn't know what was happening. Right. Like no one would tell them. They were just like, when we get here, there will be televisions and you can watch and you'll find out. But like, it's crazy that the pilot wouldn't be like, let me like, under the circumstances, maybe it will at least it's not going to make it better, but at least you'll understand the gravity of it so that you don't have to go. Why the fuck is this happening? Right. Like you would lose your fucking mind if you were on a plane for like sitting on a could tarmac you, for 14 hours. Could you hours. imagine? I and that's mean, after some of them were flying from Paris. Right. So they had already been on a plane for 11 hours. Right. It's roughly uh, 9, 11, yeah. 9 11. Oddly enough, 9 11 hours <laughs> is what I was going to go with. Yeah. Uh, Horrible. I, you know, listen, and, and look, I have a great life. I acknowledge that. I, but I get annoyed when I fly from Chicago and the gate's not ready. <laughs> yes. And it's like. We all do. I mean, that's and it's like, okay, we're going to have to wait. It's like, now we're past my arrival time. Right. Uh, this is, uh, oh boy. Um, uh, annoying. Yeah. I mean, it. But, it, but, and they show some people reacting that way and other people reacting differently. And it's just interesting. And also. The whole thing, just like from a technical perspective, is just mind blowing because it's what is like the cast is like maybe 15 people or something. Right. And they're all constantly switching costumes and hats and things. Accents. Accents. Dialects. And then there's just chairs and a turntable and like very minimal set. And it's just like everything's constantly in motion. And it's so impressive how seamless it all is. Like you don't even think about it. Except every once in a while you stop and go, oh my, I can't believe they're doing this. Like I can't believe it's like, yeah, I, I. I think it's my, maybe my favorite musical other than other than Hamilton ever. Really? Yeah, I can't. Wait, think Garen, of you had it dead wrong. I guess so. <laughs> you, I mean, I know what you mean. Like, I usually like things that are more like uh, <clears throat> like the music is telling the story more like directly, at, like like Hamilton does. But uh, to me, it was just like a really interesting story, and just like a, I agree, very yeah. unique. Like, just like I don't think I've ever seen another musical like that it felt like pure theater like you couldn't do this in any other setting or medium it's just like it, it's it works so well on stage and the cast was, cast was i mean terrific. They, they all had Incredible, three yeah. or four different parts that yeah, they were doing yeah, they all, yeah. they all it's, felt it's, it's gone though right it was yesterday the last day in la yeah, yeah. it's touring around the country so. nope it's over <laughs> it's over not on like nine i think it's still playing in new york if you want to go very good now my it's wife has gone back the, to away guys it's she not, didn't love it. Back to way. Really? really? Yeah, she didn't love it. She liked it. Huh. Didn't love it. I'm yeah. sorry, Garen. I stepped on your joke. Sorry, right, uh, it was worth it. Was <laughs> worth stepping on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Confirmed. Uh, I also saw Mean Girls in New York. Which, yeah. Now your wife loved it. I, we both loved it. Oh yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. Right. It's super funny. I love the movie too, but I hadn't seen it in a while. But it's got new jokes and new, you know, mm -hmm. it's 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 updated for the time. Well, we've got a guest coming in here today that is, uh, you know, treads the boards. Yes, he does. So he may have some thoughts on uh, these sure. uh, these shows as well. I mean, yeah, that's Mean Girls is just kind of like a fun, you know, it's like it's School of Rock. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's but that's but it's actually after seeing Darren Hansen, which is pretty heavy and 
this stuff is, you know, it's nice, it's nice to go to the theater and just be entertained. That's, like, that, that's what I meant by School of Rock. It's yeah, just, yeah. It's just going there and having fun. It's, it's, it's great. Frivolous. Yeah. Stupid. Shouldn't be done. <laughs> well, <laughs> there is a theater. I want respect. Waste of time. Waste of time. Right, Sutter Bar. Exactly. The gravity that's of the That's a situation. movie. It's a dumb kid's movie. <laughs> Why do I, I, it's not for the theater. The theater is uh, the bard. That's closing, by the way. What is School of Rock in, on Broadway? Enough. It's, it's, I mean, it's almost three years, right? I guess, yeah. And I saw it, what, 2015, I think? Yeah, or early 16. No, yeah. yeah. Was that early 16 that I went? It was like February I of 16. You bought the tickets for Hamilton because you went and saw it the same weekend you saw Hamilton. Saw it the next day, that's yeah. exactly right. So it was like you bought the tickets in fall of 15 because it opened in summer of 15, and then you went in like February or something, right? We, did for, we went for Danielle's birthday. That's exactly right. So you're right. Yeah, it's been three years. Yeah, it's three years. That's enough. I guess that's that fine. Seems like, a, seems like a long run of a show. I think it's still touring, too. I don't know how yeah. long that's going to go. But. It's fine. It's a fine show. Yeah. School of Rock. It's fine. Did, uh, like, I, I liked Mean Girls a lot more, though. I, Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it, it, like usually you, you everyone's kind of knows what the like the level of comedy of a, of a musical usually is and this is like a real it's like it's like an episode of 30 rock in some ways mm-hmm. like it's, the jokes are are really really good and then the songs are really good it's really just fun i see poppy <laughs> <laughs> i'm all right <laughs> What if I cough like that every single time? What if that... <laughs> and we're all just used to it. Like, don't even like, acknowledge right. it. Yeah, a little cough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, boy, a lot going on the last two weeks. Uh, so so much that my mind is uh, uh, just jumbled with information. Just. Uh, <clears throat> Did you get new headphones? No, you're still using those headphones. Yeah, I like these. These are these are working out okay. You, when you first put them in. No, no, no. These are. I brought another pair. Oh, okay. These are the ones that stunk. Oh, okay. Or it, it could have been the. No, that's just a cord. This cord. There's a cord. <laughs> Those are really bad. <laughs> these don't do anything. I didn't even hear anything. Uh, this is. Uh, these were the ones that uh, angered me. Oh, gotcha. Um, no, these are. I'm very happy with these. These are. Well, what, what are these? Penguins? These are some weird brand that uh, right. like some brand that shouldn't be making headphones. <laughs> right. Like why is Munsingwear in the, in the, in the, head, in the headphone business? <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Awkward. So here's the question: Are you going to buy? Some new, some additional pairs of these. Oh, I wouldn't know where to get these uh, either. Uh, these just oh. happen to be in my home. Oh, okay. And uh, they seem to uh, work out. And uh, now we're talking about it. And that was the question. And that was the answer. Yeah, that's how a conversation works. <laughs> Questions, answers, dialogue, back Thoughts and forth, or shared, yeah. exchanged uh, emotions, perhaps. I also need to bring this up, uh, by the way, speaking of uh, nothing that we're talking about, but a uh, <laughs> little change in the Never Not Funny Fantasy Baseball League this year. Okay. Uh, in past years, we have auctioned off spots uh, via Smile Train. Right. Uh, this year, we are doing a live auction. Okay. And uh, do we already talk about this on the uh, Maybe on, on the, the Players, Players Club? Club? I forget. It sounds, yeah, probably. I mean, I know about it. We yeah, all, I know yeah. you know about it because uh, you're involved. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if you were talking about it. I don't know if you told. I think it was on the air. I, I can't remember, but uh, yeah, we're uh, so. But it's full. There may there may possibly be two openings, okay. to which we will then. Uh, I'll open it up. It'll be a lottery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people are flying in for this. Yeah, and we're going to be all getting together in one location. And uh, Elliot Hopper is going to be the auctioneer. And I only bring that up because I know people are going to be wondering, hey, where's the Never Not Funny? Uh, where's the Smile Train auction for this year for that? And uh, I still ask that you please donate money yeah. when Parcastathon comes along, but. Uh, this is how we're doing it this year, and uh, the, it'll be fun. So Elliot's the auctioneer, but of course you're going to be the warm-up act, right? <laughs> you're going to come out and do some, yeah, do, do maybe ten minutes. I'd like to. Top. I'd like to. I'd yeah. like to actually not say a, an effing word for those ten hours I'm going to be with these people. Uh, oh, really? No, I'm oh. no, I, 
I'm not there to entertain. I'm there to. Uh, but dra- your natural I'm there instinct to draft is- a shit team. <laughs> but but when you do live drafts with friends, it's all fun. And These are joking. not friends. These are fans that are going to be awkward and bumbly. It's even more reason for you to fill in the the. That's when I, that's space. when I shut down and I become a night. You know, I, I'm a very pleasant person. Really? I see. I would have predicted you. Well, we'll see. We'll see what we'll happens. We'll see. I, I predict- Cut to you. There's pictures of me and I got clown makeup on. <laughs> got a lampshade on your head. <laughs> really? This is hack. Why is he, why, why is he doing that? I don't know. He panicked. He panicked. He went into some new crazy character work doing balloon animals. Uh, but it'll be nice. Uh, Elliot will be the auctioneer. That'll be fun. Well, obviously, we're three months away from this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing this on March 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a little bit. We got all of uh, January, all of February, all of March. That's how... Uh, the calendar's working. Okay, cool. I haven't gotten a new calendar for the year yet, so thank you for covering uh, this, that. This is the first year, by the way, in, in three years that we're not, we don't have a Hamilton calendar at our house. Oh, wow. We've had ha- Hamilton calendars the past three years. They, I mean, they're still making them. You can make, you can get a 2019 I've one. got it. We're I covered. was, yeah, I got a, uh, for Elise for Christmas, I got her the 2019 Tommy Boy calendar, because you know I've had the Tommy Boy calendar <laughs> for the past year in the office, and now I'm jealous. I'm like, I should have just kept that. Is that one of your favorite movies? I think it's very funny. I mean, I don't favorite. That's strong, but 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 enough that you want a a, a photographic evidence every day think, you look up. I just think it's funny that there's a calendar for Tommy in 2019 of Tommy Boy. Yeah, okay, it's ridiculous. I may not get the humor. <laughs> I may not. And I mean that about the calendar and possibly the movie. It, yeah, oh, it's just it's so random. It's such a random. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, it's not even like I feel like even those Adam Sandler movies like Billy Madison is probably. I mean, Tommy Boy, people like it. It's a cult classic, I guess. But it's not like even the biggest cult classic of that era. Is that Dennehy, Brian Dennehy, the father in that one? Yeah. Or is that the next one? No, it's Brian what's, Dennehy. What's the next one? Black Sheep? Yeah. Black Sheep legitimately stinks. Oh, it does? Yeah. That's the one that I uh, I had. Boy, I had three callbacks for a role. Oh, wow. In that. And it was uh, a role that, uh, you know, a, a nice size role. Oh, and it was man. like. And, and, and it was on the Paramount. That's where I was at the Paramount lot. And yeah. I, I I hadn't been auditioning enough where like I wasn't I didn't know how to audition. So I was actually auditioning better than I could do today. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like my, my head didn't understand uh-huh. what was happening. Yeah. Uh, and that was where I walked out of. And I to this day love it. And I give this guy full credit when the Paramount tour tram came past me and the guy goes one of the many actors on the lot <laughs> and i gave a little wave but i love it i don't i, I want to meet that guy because because yeah. that guy again I, that's 20 when, when did that movie come out 1996 96 97 i don't know yeah it was early on in me living here so i'm I, that story's like 23 years old yeah and uh uh anyway it was uh yeah we go to the paramount lot like three times i, I had to go there for the casting and then call back for the studio and then the director, there was a third reason, wow. which is usually not the case. There's usually not, uh, but, uh, and I forget what the role was, but it was like, truth is, whatever role it was could have been like, maybe could've, there'd be a different things. career. Yeah. Yeah. He could have started a role of, of uh, yeah. getting parts. Yeah. I th- yeah. Black, Black Sheep. Is that right? Still the same, the same two guys. Yeah. Is he running for office? Yeah, it's, yeah. He's, that's exactly, what it is. Yeah, Penelope Spheris directed it. That's who it was. I was auditioning to play Penelope Spheris. What the, she was? She was She's the director. Oh, she directed. Directed. Mm-hmm. Very famous. She also, yeah, she directed uh, Wade's World. I auditioned for that too. No, I didn't. Uh, but uh, maybe there's a campaign manager. Is that is that, is that something? Was it I think David Savage. I think David Spade's the campaign manager. Okay, you might have been like the bad guys. Maybe I was. Manager. Maybe that's what it was. Now, remember, I was still a drunk at this point, so I don't. Uh, that's why I don't remember exactly what this was. But <laughs> but I think I was. I think I was his. 
maybe I was auditioning to be his nemesis. Is that possible? And or the, I want to say my height may have helped because of Spade's height. I think that might be part of it. Who was the main bad guy? Uh, was it Gary Busey? Yeah, maybe. He played no. Drake Savage. I don't know. There's Robbie Megum. I haven't seen this movie since it came out. Hey, who's Robbie Megum? What, who got that part? Grant Hesloff? Yeah, that sounds like it. Grant Hesloff. I know that name. You do? Yeah. Who is that? Uh, he's like, oh, he's John I think Buffy he's, or something? He's George Clooney's buddy. Oh, right, right, right. Producing partner. The guy who started Plan. Was it Plan B or whatever it's called? Is it Plan B? No. Whatever their company is called. I think he ran it. But yeah, he was an actor before he got into producing. Who cares? <laughs> Lost interest in my own questioning. That has to happen a lot for you, no? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially when I'm sick. I'm just so, I have so little energy. It's like, I don't have the energy to even listen to my own voice anymore. Are you guys completely off topic? Are you watching the R. Kelly documentary thing on Lifetime? Uh, uh, what'd you say? I haven't started it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It is. Uh, I don't know if I want, like, I... I know that guy's a monster. I don't really know if I want to go in there. Like, I don't. Need it's uh, we're only two episodes in. Yeah. But boy, it's uh, it's fascinating. I'm still catching up on Leah Remini show. All right. Hold on. That's I believe all... if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, oh, we're, we're talking about. Oh. And guess what? What? The most appropriate thing to talk about when that song gets played is the Quincy documentary. Oh, he, uh, did you see Quincy? No. Quincy Jones produced that song, and oh, there's a great documentary about him. You've on, seen that? On Netflix. Yeah. It's, Enjoyed it's, it. It's really good. Yeah. Watched it on the plane. Is that right? Yeah. Anyway, go back to uh, these horrible people. No, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Just uh, uh, watching that, and uh, I think that the Leah Remedy program is uh, better than ever this season as well. Uh, I just watched the Shelley Miscavige one. Boy, oh boy, that that is fascinating, right? Is that the wife that was just missing for years? How hard is it just to make her j- just... Just have her show do up somewhere. Something. Just have her do something. Go get some groceries. And and and, and any speculation that she's been murdered. Or so she, she still has not appeared? No. It's not appeared. Holy shit. But I'm crazy. with you. Just the next time David Miscavige has to go out and uh, cut a ribbon, yeah. have her stand next to him. Like, just show evidence that she's alive. Like they did with Melania when everyone was like, there's a double from right. Melania. Get out there, And then Melania. they're like, come on, Melania. And or like she was just missing for a few weeks. Yeah, that's remember she was missing for a few weeks? Yeah. Or at least she was just not in the spotlight for a few weeks. She was busy buying red Christmas. Uh, which I like the red Christmas trees. I don't know why we're mad at those. <laughs> well, they're just, they're a bit macabre. I thought they looked festive and fun. The thing is, is that it, it's, uh, it's because she did it. Right. That people are exactly. bitching about it. But they also looked like the robes from Handmaid's Tale. So, <laughs> well, that's true. That, that, but they, I don't know that they would have made that correlation necessarily if yeah, it wasn't perhaps. her that, yeah. did you like that? Right. That did it. Right. Okay. Although I saw I saw that exact red tree at the uh, Home Depot or something, and I was like, "That's a neat looking tree." You know, I, who wouldn't want twenty of those? Nicole Kidman dressed up like him at the Golden Globes. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> she sat right in that front row, didn't she? Yes, she did. Uh, did you see that movie? You see that Destroyer? No. That's the Nicole Kidman. I was supposed to bring that for you today, wasn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I let you down. It's good. <laughs> I had a race out of the house this morning uh, to to an appointment that was uh, ended up being canceled, huh. which was. Uh, as we know, it was, at least by my house, it was pouring rain when I left. Yeah. As I got here, the sun's out. I, nobody well, understands why I'm in a right. parka. <laughs> it was cold and rainy. And then I, I my appointment was in Reseda. Then I got mm. to Reseda and the... Uh, it's a long day. The gentleman uh, changed his mind on what the, uh, what was happening. I, I, I apologize for the vagueness of this. Hmm. But... Um, Weird. Yeah. It's uh, uh, very bizarre. Okay. 
was the gentleman David Miscavige? <laughs> Actually, it was Shelly. Oh I, I was supposed to meet Shelly. Wow. And then I got there and... Uh, oh, no, wow. no, no show. Interesting. Yeah. Very mysterious. Right? <laughs> the mystery deepens. It does. Uh, we're also at uh, the tail end of Dirty John. We got one more episode of that, which yeah. I... Yeah, I know you've listened to the podcast. Yeah. Danielle has too. I don't know anything about it. So and are it, you guys... Is she... Are you like more engaged than no she's just as engaged believe it or not uh but i will say i I, again i and i don't want you to respond in any way shape or form to what i'm about to say i won't even look at you if it doesn't end with dirty john taking a bullet between his eyes i'm gonna be bummed out (laughs) because it uh what a creep jerk there i've said it yeah Uh, now garrett explain uh, to mr molina that you're mr pardo's assistant explain to him that you've got nine canker sores for some reason (laughs) no don't explain that he'll Uh, he'll see it he'll see that and be repulsed (laughs) you don't need to draw Uh, um, more attention all right. Well, and then I believe Oscar, uh, and I'm sorry, Oliver uh, Vasquez. Is that the? Uh, I'm interested to learn how this uh, gentleman's name, uh, the Angel on Vine, is the name of the podcast that uh, Alfred yeah. Molina is here promoting. Which is also fantastic. Uh, there we go. Now they're walking in as we speak. Look, come on in. There's Alfred Molina wearing a jacket <laughs> as if he's going to go walking around uh, the Broadway district. <laughs> and there's, uh, I want to say that's Oliver. Are you Oliver? Yeah. Hey, Oliver. How are you? How are you? Good. Now, Oliver, say your last name for me. Vacare. Vacare. Yeah. Boy, do I love that. Thank you, so do I. Uh, Oliver Vaucare. <laughs> no, my son's name is Oliver, but he's saddled with my last name of Pardo. Uh, it's not as exciting as Vaucare. No, but it's pronounceable. Yeah, it is pronounceable. <laughs> what did I just say? I just said Vaucare? Is that what I said? I don't know what you That's said. I said Vasquare. I threw the Z in there for some reason. Yeah. Vaucare. Vaucare. Alfred, sit down. You're making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> well, until you get his name right, I'm not <laughs> Well, I don't like... Uh, first of all, I was not expecting that accent. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I'm so used to you doing a, an American accent. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, boy, problems. Well, Lena, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm over. I'm so sorry. Everything's... Uh, all right. <laughs> boy, he's right in there. I, I wouldn't get that close to him, uh, Alfred. I don't know if you've seen the uh, growths on his uh, lip. Yeah, my face is a disaster. Look point. at that. Yeah, it's What's gross. I don't know. Just stress and stress. life. And... Yeah, working for these people? <laughs> yeah, it definitely doesn't help. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're taskmasters. <laughs> I am the master. They, uh, you guys are here on a, on a new day. I'm, I'm starting a new nickname today. I want to be called the master. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I hope you're on board with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I get the feeling it's not catching on just yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet, but I, I have a feeling maybe your star power brings this to uh, fruition. I think it's going to happen. I think you might have the wrong guests. <laughs> I disagree with that, sir. Uh, all right. The name of the podcast is uh, uh, The Angel on Vine. Close. Wait, well, how did I screw it up? The Angel of Vine. The Angel of Vine. Yeah. Well, it's closer to Ivar. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, boom. <laughs> See? Yeah. Somebody listened to two episodes. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I just, uh, this morning. I'm, and I'm looking forward to listening to the other. Are there eight total? Ten total. Ten total? Eight, eight available. Okay, there's eight available right now. Uh, There's going to be ten total. Uh, I'm only two in. I'm enjoying the heck out of this. Me too, yeah. It's like true crime, but scripted, so uh, kind of like... It's fictionalized true crime. Yeah. And Oliver, you you really nail, uh, and and we'll talk more about it when Alfred comes over to the big seat, but you really nail the NPR uh, vibe. Cadence. Cadence of uh, where I want to take a baseball bat to your head (laughs) and... uh, and it's like we we, we get it. We, what? You got something against NPR? No, Alfred. I'm not mad at NPR. There's what that cadence. Just because they just because it reminds you of NPR. What kind of fucking podcast is this? Well, first of all, we don't care for the language. I'll tell you that. You clean it up. This isn't Karen, you and your Karen. buddies having a, a get on that microphone. Oh, an ale. Right oh, I wasn't even on mine. No, but we all heard that filth mouth of yours. Yeah. <laughs> we all heard it. He said he says fucking not even bloody, which you'd expect. This is the only reason. No, it's it's uh. So hold that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. English, I'm sorry. 
Uh, now here, now I don't know if this is a spoiler, but we're two episodes in, and the gentleman here promoting no Molina, no Molina yet. Yeah. yeah. When does he show up? Why does he show up? Oh, I can't wait to find out. It's exciting. They, they save the second best for last. <laughs> Episode nine, then? <laughs> Somewhere around there. Seems late. Uh, all right. Oliver Vaquer is here. That's closer than you got. That's great. Still I'm wrong? Gonna take it. I'm going to take it. Say it again, then. Vaquer. 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 Like Vaquer. 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 That's a beautiful. I love it. Oliver Vaquer. Your thoughts. He just ruined it again. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck, this guy and his, Fuck him and his fucking weirdo name. Is it French? What? What is the... What is it? Spanish. 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 You see Roma? I haven't. Speaking of... Uh, Speaking of Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Speaking of that. <laughs> Another country that speaks Spanish. Yeah, that was my lame segue. Uh, Alfred, have you seen the Roma yet? I have. You have? Love it. I loved it too. Love we saw it yesterday at the Motion Picture House, my wife and I. And uh, we went. Uh, we have the screeners, of course, because uh, that's one of the ones going around. But uh, it's we, also on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. But we said, let's go see it at the theater because yeah, if, if I got if I got to read, uh, and it's a movie. And this is not an insult to it. I think it's one of those movies that if you watch it at home, you could easily get distracted by. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody says you need to see it in the theater. Yeah. Is it? Did you see it in seventy millimeter? I don't know, nerd. <laughs> well, that's what they're saying. Go see it in 70 millimeter. Very precise here. Yeah. The, 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 the lip stuff isn't harming anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> Usually weighs them down. <laughs> You've never had that before. This is new for you, these uh, these lip fungi. Well, it just doesn't happen very often. Yeah, but what, boy, when it happens, it's, it, uh, it's coming out strong. Been. I don't know what's going on. How many on. do you have? I can see three. There's three. Oh, my God. I usually only have one, and it never happens. It's what? bizarre. Holidays. Holidays. Since I was a kid, I've been getting them, which is... Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> we all get them. We all get uh, cold sores. I wish you'd said something before we started French kissing outside. <laughs> yeah, that's my greeting for people. Use really the sound system it. so people can enjoy your jokes. Well, in a minute. Whatever you are, all right, why don't we just take a break then? Yeah. Uh, we have a, <laughs> and we'll take a break. We'll bring Alfred over to the big table. Mm-hmm. I have to ask about Spider-Man because my kid will punch me if I don't. Yeah. Uh, and, f- and for uh, the benefit of the listeners, the table ain't that big. <laughs> <laughs> it's the theater of the mind, Alfred. Mind. Come on. You're, you do VO? Come on, man. It's bigger than what the table you that you're doing? sitting right next to. <laughs> right? Come on. And plus, there's 9,000 cameras here. They, they, they know that it's a ikea table everyone who listens or watches and then they come in they're like oh it's much smaller than i expected what do they expect it's a podcast yeah we don't need a big sound stage be grateful we have our own studio and have to share this with the sklars (laughs) (laughs) um all right we'll be back right after this hey listen i just uh, matt belknap i was uh, supposed to go to uh, see the brian setzer christmas show yeah what happened well i, I oliver being under the weather we could not go oh that's a bummer so you know what i did what'd you do and i and i it sounds like i'm I, we're about to do a, a spot for seat geek but yeah. the truth is i threw the uh, tickets on seat geek yeah sold them in no time wow easy i want to say it peasy easy uh, I've also bought tickets on SeatGeek. I have my own SeatGeek story. I was uh, trying to think of a good Christmas present for Elise. We, I knew we were going to be in New York City. I went on SeatGeek and found two fantastic seats at Mean Girls. Uh, and uh, yeah, couldn't have been. I mean, I, I loved these seats. You got your seat. You got your Mean Girls seats at SeatGeek. Yeah. And uh, really great. I mean, I, like I said, I love that show. But I do think where you're sitting is is one factor in how you enjoy a show and mm. th- these seats were 
phenomenal and it was only i don't know a few weeks before the show that i bought them on there reasonable price i felt good about the price and uh yeah love it love SeatGeek. well SeatGeek, uh listen they don't disagree it's getting a little too complicated it's kind of what matt just said i don't think it matches that at all <laughs> SeatGeek books uh, they pull millions of tickets into one place so you can easily find the seats you want for a price you are willing to pay uh now listen listen to this i'm listening Every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Mm -hmm. Make SeatGeek your go-to ticket source for everything from sports and concerts to comedy and, as Matt did, the theater. Mm. Uh, I've just recently sold on there. Matt just recently bought on there. Uh, I've got the SeatGeek app right there on my telephone. Uh, you You got one on your phone, Elliot, on your BlackBerry? Yes, sir. All right. See, we're all using it. Yeah, I mean, if you need to find seats for something, I don't know why you would go anywhere else. It's just like the best. Sometimes, just out of curiosity, I, I look at the actual box office. Compare and contrast. Well, just to see, like, are there tickets available, like, from, you know, the venue or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know, Ticketmaster, blah, blah, blah. And uh, honestly, SeatGeek, they have better seats and they're better prices. I don't disagree with In that. a lot of cases. So, I... yeah, I mean, it's it's I guess it's smart to always compare, but I mean... I think it's the way to go, especially if you're like, uh, you know, just trying to keep it simple. If you're not like looking to make a big research project out of this ticket purchase, just go one one stop shop. In fact, you know what, Matt? I, 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 I've uh, I've buried the lead. I went to see Barry Manilow yeah. with my son, and I got those on SeatGeek. Nice. I forgot that I recently just uh, right. not only sold, but purchased. Yeah. Uh, for that, uh, boy, that was a good show, that Barry Manilow show. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, listen, best of all, here's the deal. Never Not Funny listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. That's right. Get 10 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code PARDO today, P-A-R-D-O. That is promo code PARDO, and you're going to get 10 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. SeatGeek. King of the seat. All right. Now, uh, Elliot was just telling us uh, off the air that he uh, is enjoying his uh, latest uh, uh, collection of razors from Harry's. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, they are a sponsor. Cartridges. Yeah. Do they call them? Because uh, there's what the razor. Well, you call it razor. Collection. Collect, I don't know. I, I mean, you know what I meant by, by I meant like the, the five the uh, blade, yeah. little package. Right. So there's the handle that they call that the razor. They call that the razor. The blades or the cartridges are the actual thing you attach to the end to shave yeah. your face. And they call the, they just call those the blades. And they call me a pedantic asshole. <laughs> yes. Every second you're not around, we call you that. Uh, now, Harry's founders were tired of paying uh, up for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. They combined a simple, clean design with quality, durable blades at a fair price. Mm-hmm. As a result, their replacement cartridges, your word, cartridges. And theirs. Are just $2 each. And thanks to Harry's 100% quality guarantee, if you don't love your shave, if you don't love your shave, I said that right, Mm -hmm. they're going to give you a full refund. Yeah. Get your money back. I forgot I was traveling over. I want my $2. Okay. (laughs) Jeez. I mean. I don't like this shave. (laughs) Yeah, that's a. Suck it up, dick. (laughs) But, you know, it's nice they offer. I know. Go ahead. You were going to say? I was traveling over the holidays and I uh, forgot that I had a a travel size um, Harry's shave gel yeah uh which i was so happy to when i went into my dit bag i was like oh good i don't have to suffer some off-brand nonsense man their their shave gel is great i i rave about their after shave lotion all the time and obviously the blades are great but uh they you know get the whole kit and caboodle from them i'm going to tell you something you you go to trust pilot you go to google you're going to see over twenty-five thousand five five-star reviews mm-hmm. it's a lot of reviews yeah 
for Harry's for razors. It could only be Harry's when your face could use a shave. Now, Harry's wants you to start the new year off right. They've created a trial offer just for the uh, Never Not Funny listeners. I don't know if it's just for us. Uh, I'm going to say it is. Let's pretend it is. I want to feel special about something. Do you listen something. to any other radio or podcast program? Then if the answer is no, then this is exclusive. That's right. Uh, go to harrys.com slash pardo, and you're going to get the $13 value trial set. Mm-hmm. You'll get a $13 value trial set. Lucky 13. That comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, including the weighted ergonomic handle. The long-awaited weighted ergonomic handle. Five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade. Trimmer blade. A rich lathering shave gel. A travel blade cover. Listeners can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash pardo. I repeat, harrys.com slash pardo to redeem your offer. Let them know that we sent you. That lets us know that you know that we know that you like a clean shave. Harry's! When your face could use a shave. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 23, oh, crap, 22? Yeah, that's Then we're right. at 2322. I know we had some numbers issues at the top of the show. Alfred Molina is here. You, of course, recognize Alfred from his uh, many uh, roles in uh, motion pictures, a lot of talkies. Television. Right, television, right, uh, Law & Order, one of the uh, one of the uh, 95 Law & Orders. <laughs> uh, right, I want to say Law & Order, Los Angeles. That's is that right. possible? Yeah, it, Law & Order, it became known as Lola. Hmm. Uh, LA, yeah, Law and Order LA. LA that's right. Yeah. yeah. But it, yeah. Uh, that's no longer on there. That was, uh, but then you were on something recently. Yes, I did. Uh, uh, the last thing I did uh, on TV was uh, Feud for Ryan. Which Murphy. you were wonderful right. in. Thank, thank you. Yes. Thank uh, you. In fact, my wife and I were just talking about that last night because they showed uh, during the Golden Globes, it showed the uh, commercial for um, Fosse. Uh-huh. Which is also on FX. Uh-huh. And uh, is it, uh, does anybody know is it being done by the same people? Nope. It is not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it looks good just the same. Is it about it. Bob Fosse? Yeah. Oh, Sam cool. Rockwell is Fan- uh, playing him. Fantastic. Oh, and fantastic. Uh, then oh, it got us uh, talking about how much we enjoyed Feud and how great you were. Well, you're very kind. To which I then said, hey, he's coming on the podcast tomorrow. And then my son, my 11-year-old son, went, you're talking about Doc Ock? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I said, I am. And he goes, Dad, make sure you tell him. I said, hello. I go, I will, Oliver. I'll make sure you. <laughs> See, that's interesting. Your son's 11, did you say? Yes, sir. Yeah, so he wasn't even born when the movie came out. Right. Which is like a lovely... I love the idea that these films kind of have a have a continuation, you know, well after yeah. they've been released. You know, it's 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 cool. I like but it. that's what you're most recognized. Is it safe to say? Yeah, that's yeah. I, I think. Well, it depends. It, it very often depends on the age of the person who's doing the noticing. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes you know, there's a there was a you know, if it's a if it's a younger crowd, particularly young males, sort of under say under forty, then Spider Man. Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. Da Vinci Code, maybe kind of comes right. Out. But then 40, it's, 50, it's a bit of yeah, Boogie Nights, yeah, right? Boogie Nights and some of the more, you know, Frida. And, and then if it's uh, if it's a, a and a lot of women of that in that age group, you know, that they, they, you know, it's an education and, uh, you know, there's slightly more, you know, slightly more kind of, you know, uh, uh, Enchanted April, those sort of movies. Chocolat. Chocolat is a good example. Uh, yeah. So it's nice. Sally it's Field, a, uh, what, not without my daughter. Not without my daughter, yeah. as we began to know, not without my pedium. <laughs> <laughs> that became known as while we were there, um, and it was uh, yeah. So it's, it's nice. I mean, I, I I never I never get irritated when people kind of bring those old movies up because I, I always tell myself, you know, those those movies put two kids through college. So I'm, mm. I'm you know I'm I'm grateful. 
You know, I, I, full disclosure, I did not remember you were in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Neither did I. Oh, okay. geez. <laughs> I have to be Were reminded. you all coked up in those days? You don't remember it? <laughs> uh, but my son reminded me, and he said, Dad, make sure you ask him about Raiders. And yeah. I said, I, 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 I'm thinking he's 11. I go, son, that's Harrison Ford. You're, you're the right guy. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, he's in the, uh, he's his partner. That's right. I'm in the phone. And I, you I, get an arrow yeah. in your head. Well, the, the irony and I know was, this only because of my son. Right. Well, several arrows, actually. Okay. The, the, the irony is that I was, my part was tiny. It was only in the first maybe eight minutes of the movie. And it had absolutely nothing to do with the plot of the rest of the movie. So that sequence, which was full of action, full of stuff, that sequence got was constantly being cannibalized for trailers and promo reels and so on. So anyone who saw it at the time was quite easily could have got the impression that I had a huge part right. in this film. <laughs> And I was getting, at the time, I was getting phone calls from friends kind of going, bloody hell, Fred, you're all over the trailer. What a great part. And I'm going, no, they kill me after seven minutes. <laughs> but because it was such a self-contained little sequence, right. it got used constantly. You know, so it was, it was fun. Now, listen, you've, yeah, yeah, you've uh, you just said this. Is that what you, you go by Fred? Everybody calls me Fred, yeah. And are you comfortable yeah. if uh, we don't do that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure. Uh, but they call you Fred. Yeah, I, I always introduce, I mean, I, it's, it's, I always introduce myself as Fred. I mean, I, I make this joke about Alfred's really just for the poster. Although I see there are none of my posters in there. <laughs> well, you haven't been anyway, on the show before. No, I'm not kidding. I'm kidding. Um, the, it's, uh, but I, I, it, it, I was Fred like at school, mm-hmm. you know, and I was named, my nickname came from, um, it, when I was young, was from, a, well, first of all, it was Freddie. From, from, and, and, but the, the nickname really came from Fred Flintstone because that was like the really popular cartoon when I was growing up. And also there was a very famous British cricket player called Fred Truman, who was like a big, big, big sports star at the time. Mm. He was this big guy, very aggressive. He kind of, he he was a fast bowler, quite dangerous, kind of scared the pants off, you know, opposing batsmen. And he was a real kind of sexy, famous, you know, sort of young. I'm trying to think of an equivalent now would be someone like, you know, if you could imagine like a white LeBron James or, or, or you know, someone like that. I imagine that every day. Really, <laughs> really, really kind of famous. And so that, that kind of stuck after a while. And then, then even my parents, my parents, you know, my Spanish father and my Italian mother, they even adopted it. They, you know, they, after a little bit of resistance, you know, your name is not Fred. Your name is Alfredo. And then after a while it became, you know, Fred. <laughs> so, you know, that's and it's kind of stuck. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Because it could have easily gone with Al, and Al's a... Uh, well, yeah, but, but, but also interesting, though, because Al is the more common diminution of Al, Alfred, because, like, Al Pacino's Alfredo, you know, but for some reason, just Fred became the... You guys ever uh, arm wrestle over which one's better, you and Pacino? <laughs> you know what? The last time he beat me, and yeah. after that, I, I said no more. No more. <laughs> Al stopped calling me. <laughs> you know, I sort of, uh, and also the last time we were in Whole Foods, and it was really embarrassing. <laughs> That's a weird spot to do it. No, over the over the Brussels sprout. Al, please. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred Molina is here. Uh, all right, let's go around the horn. We're thrilled that he's here. The, uh, the name of the podcast is uh, The Angel of Vine. And uh, uh, it is a, a fictionalized true crime mm-hmm. uh, serial. Yeah. It's a way to put it. Uh, Oliver, who is with us, is the uh, 
the star is a safe way to say that, right? Ish. You're right. Ish. You got a sound system there. Please use it. Uh, <laughs> and you, again, you're doing that NPR sort of. I'm the Sarah. I'm the Sarah Koenig. You're the Sarah Koenig. Yeah. And uh, boy, did you uh, study at her feet because you <laughs> you, you nail back. every single. Just little... come out and say you don't like him. It yeah. seems like you're just <laughs> dancing around. No, this. no, I do. I, I love him, but it, but it, I have to remind myself that he's that this isn't really him. Right, right. Because if it was really him, I would punch him in the face <laughs> because nobody would go. And when I talk about carpeting i'm talking about the type of carpeting that gets between your toes shut up we know what carpeting is right right um but you nail it and it's and again i'm only two episodes in but i think it's terrific thank you and uh and who else is in this thing other than uh, our buddy fred here you got alfred molina we have joe manganello constant zimmer alan tudyk camille luddington mike colter the list goes on and on and on and on and on and they of course can get this on any uh podcast uh Mm -hmm. platform but it's uh who's it with bad dog what's the name of the river dog river dog river dog Forever Podcast Dog. Network. Yeah. We had no idea what we were doing. And we were introduced to them and they were like, hey, we know how to do some stuff. And we were like, cool. Because I just, you know, wrote it. And, and what's your background, Oliver? Is that is that Actor. What, you're an actor. Actor. Yeah. Actor. And I was in, I did a lot of commercial voiceover in New York. And that ended up uh, taking me into video games, which took me to Broadway, oddly enough. You did a little Broadway. Did a little Broadway. By talking. the way, I don't know yeah. if you noticed, uh, Fred completely tuned out on you talking. <laughs> the, second, the second you started talking, <laughs> leans back, folds his arms. <laughs> No interest in hearing your story. Excuse me. I was, for, for the benefit of the, uh, the, the the listening audience, I was listening. That's not how it came off. Really? <laughs> it came Is off? that because I farted? That was, uh, that was the giveaway. Cameras. <laughs> oh, there are cameras. Okay. I, was, I was listening. I was in his defense, he's heard these stories a million times. I see. So, you know, I right, but he's an actor. He's got to make it fresh every time. That's no, what we not did. Not with me, he doesn't. No. <laughs> no, not with me. Uh, but you were you were on the Broadway as well. I was on the Broadway. Yeah, uh, in anything that, uh, uh, that... Talk, talk radio with Liev Schreiber when they they brought it back. Oh Eric goodness! Bogosian brought it back. Liev and uh, Peter Herman, St- Sebastian Stan, Stephanie March. Yeah, it was a great great bunch of folks. Oh, well, I've never seen your work, and I already think that's a great cast. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, that was my first uh, my first time at the Broadway Rodeo. And then uh, came out here about eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, decided to go from voiceover and try to get back in front of the camera. Did a couple of things, and and then here we are, doing behind the camera, doing behind again. the camera, yeah. doing voiceover again. <laughs> yeah. Very charismatic yeah. of this Oliver. Yeah. Is that something we could agree on? Yeah. Fred, your thoughts on his charisma? I think it's extraordinary. Yeah, it's, it blinds me. That's why I have to keep looking at you. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm getting a little blind. From here. <laughs> well, wait, that's a, wait. So at once that's a, a compliment, and then insulting to me <laughs> at the same time. I'm such a sponge. Yeah. I can't. I, I can't look Here's at him. A, I got to look at your dullness, Pardo. Here's a nice safe space for my eyes to rest. <laughs> Horrible. Why do I get hurt in this? I've been nothing but positive energy since uh, these two assholes walked in here. Uh, and Oliver, are you married? What's your story? I am. Uh, uh, do we have children? I do. How many kids? Two. Two. Two, and two boys, eleven and nine. And the nine-year-old's favorite Molina movie is Chocola. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not, he doesn't even know who you are. But uh, <laughs> My 11-year-old knows. Yeah, don't mind, don't. Uh, well, you, maybe you're raising them to be better. Uh, they know that he, they know, they know, they know him as, who's that guy in the picture? That's, that's him, as, as yeah. my friend Fred. They know him as my friend Fred. But yeah, 11-year-old, a uh, 12-year-old now. Ooh, Happy birthday. Yeah. And what are the boys' names? Gavin and Miles. Gavin and Miles. Couple of Gavin nice. And uh, Miles. What part of town do you live in? You comfortable saying? Studio City. Oh, you're not far from here at all then? No. Great. No. Where are they going? Carpenter? The kids uh, are going to Carpenter? They're actually in New York. Oh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I left them there. I thought they'd be okay on their own. <laughs> That's the perfect time. I saw that Home Alone movie. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. A, 100%. Like, flip, flip-flop that plot line. Yeah, so they live in New York. I go back and forth. It's like it's like Home Alone 2. It's Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. Thank you. I knew there was some... Yeah. 
connection, some thread I was trying to make. Mm-hmm. And that brings me back to Trump. Let's oh. talk about it. <laughs> He's in that movie, right? Isn't he that the is one where that, that asshole movie. pops up? He is. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten that. It's a cameo. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. In the plaza. And now he's our president. All right. Oliver, were you back in New York for the holidays? Yeah. And yeah. so you got to see the kids. Saw the kids. Hey, now well, my yeah. son is yeah. 11, and he yeah. just, this is the year that he discovered. How old are your kids? Uh, oh, my friend? kids are all grown up. My, my boys are in their 40s. My daughter's 38. Really? Yeah. Now, but my question is, and, and you can weigh in on this, uh, my son, this was the year where he turned 11, where he let us know he did not believe in Santa Claus. Uh, Father Christmas for you, sir. St. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Saint> Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, we've only just heard of Christmas in England. <laughs> it came over with, I think, was it? Uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think yeah. Madonna brought it over. Oh, did she bring it over? Yeah. And then, then she brought back that accent with her. <laughs> yes, right. She dropped off Santa, came back with the accent. It's an exchange program. Uh, well, I believe in Father Christmas. It's a great song by Greg Lake from Emerson Lake and Palmer. Okay, uh, you're welcome. Take your word for it. Reference. It's a great song. Uh, so, I, I, my question to yeah. you, though, Oliver, is yeah, yeah. Uh, the 12 year old still believes? Never believes? Uh, he's doing a great job of pretending to still believe for the benefit of his nine-year-old brother, who, to be honest, couldn't care less if there's a Santa. He's asking for like $16,000 Nikes this year. I was <laughs> Wait, like, not going to happen. Right. Like, well, Santa, I said, nope, already talked to him. No. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Uh, so what'd you get him? A couple of uh, kids? Nothing. Just to teach him a lesson. <laughs> just not that a boy. <laughs> know your place. My, is that Miles? That's Miles. Goddamn right, that's Miles. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin's the older one. Is Gavin? Gavin gets whatever he wants. Yeah, he's sensitive. He's eventually going to be a drug addict. Like, I got to watch out for that one, Miles. Right. No way. Yeah, no, teach no him a couple way. life lessons. Yeah. Smart. Love Last it. year was the same thing. I want a motorcycle, so I got him a Ducati, 16th scale. Smart. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, that's Oliver. Uh, say the last name. You're going to do it. Vacar. Vacar. Close. Damn it. Vacar. Closer. Vacar. 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 Yeah. Well, that certainly has had to hurt your career. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Absolutely. Owns it. That's why I'm back behind the camera. That a boy. Mm-hmm. Fred gets it. Um, and Fred, how old were your kids when they uh, they cut loose on Santa? I, th- well, I, I To be honest, it's so long ago, I'm beginning to think that they were quite young, I think. Because um, my, my boys, uh, they're my stepsons. I came into their lives, um, you know, a little bit. I think the eldest, Sean, the eldest, had already started kind of going, oh, yeah, forget about that. <laughs> you know, but uh, Adam was still hanging on to he was like about 10 12 yeah. 10 or 11 he was still kind of hanging on to it but i think like 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 ollie says it, it was kind of like for the benefit of others you know he didn't want to he didn't, like, didn't want to spoil the fun for his mum or me i think yeah uh, but my daughter uh kind of stopped believing in it for really early i mean i think she just kind of you know she just didn't get it, you know. Um, she wasn't all that impressed by it. And so, Maybe it was the presents we were buying. Her. Maybe that's that kind of put Santa Claus wouldn't be that trashy. <laughs> uh, is that here in the states? Or are they back? Uh, no, no. Uh, my uh, one of my stepsons lives here. Um, he's married to an American, and uh, he's very happy here. He, he he's um, he writes um, scripts for computer games. Oh, cool. Uh, Sean, my oldest stepson, he's an agent in London, and my daughter's a photographer, and she lives in London as well. And, uh, a theatrical agent? Uh, yes, but he only looks after, as he was raised by actors, he decided that he didn't want to represent them, so he just looks after writers and directors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you say raised by actors, uh, your wife is also an actress? Uh, my ex-wife, yes. She, 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 uh, yeah, um, we're no longer together. She, she, she was an actor and, uh, and a writer as well. Okay. 
Uh, all right, that's all for millennials here. I've just been told Oliver goes by Ollie. Yeah, is what I learned. Well, we don't know. Well, Fred we know. calls me whatever he wants to because he's Alfred Molina. <laughs> so you you just allow it? Of course. You don't go by you don't go by Ollie from anybody else. I need him. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard the first two episodes. You do. I need him. I, oh, come on! Oh, we all know that's a joke. Um, you don't go by Ollie. Uh, no, uh, I don't actually. Nobody ever. No one ever. No. No. My father oh. threatened people. A lot about yeah. Don't call him Oliver. Interesting. Oh, that's that it. sounds like what's I, happening I, I here. I will never do it again. No, he's dead. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, he's very dead. But uh, I, I don't mind because everything that comes dead. out of his mouth it sounds lovely. Everything. It's true. When well, you said it, it sounded great. Yeah, yeah, right. One hundred percent. Have you seen Stan Ollie? Have you seen the uh, the movie Stan? Not yet. Ollie? Not yet. I'm looking forward to it. I think we may be going to see it either tonight or tomorrow. Really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. Really enjoyed it. Uh, John C. Riley is uh, phenomenal. Is mm-hmm. Oliver Hardy phenomenal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. the Ollie part of Stan and Ollie. Can't wait to see it. It's really good. Uh, my son is Oliver, and I insist he be called Oliver. Oh, yeah. And I am I am not unlike your father, that when yeah. people say Ollie, I cringe. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet, when his friends do it, it doesn't bother me. Sure. Mm-hmm. But when, like, uh, hey, how's Ollie doing? His name's Oliver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my, my, uh, my mother always told me that you, you should only call people by the name that they use to introduce themselves. So if, you know, if somebody says, hi, I'm Oliver, then that's what you call them. Yeah. It's like, because it, it, she, she always used to think that you had to be invited to use the diminutive or the nickname, you know, because she always thought Fred was a nickname. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, but I, which, which I think is a kind of good sort of general rule. I like thumb, that. Yeah, you know? makes sense. I call that the vampire rule. You, you've got to be invited in <laughs> yeah. to use the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's, is your uh, mother a vampire? Yeah. <laughs> is that possible? No. Okay. Ah, the vampire. The Melita vampires. Yeah. Um, all right, now listen. Eight of these things are available. There's going to be ten of them. Yes. The Angel on Vine. Close. Of Vine. Damn it. It's, why okay. Do, it's okay. Why do I want to get this wrong? Why not? What do you the, think maybe you got it wrong? Probably. I think it's, it's on you. It's a, it's a tribute to your. It's, time. It's, a, it's a tribute to Jimmy's powers of research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, how dare you? How dare you? How, we come here. He, he gets. He gets the writer's name wrong. That's okay. I got it right. Yeah. I can't pronounce it. That's not on me. Spelled <laughs> it right. I just can't say yes. it. Yes, I can spell. I can write it all day long. No. I just can't say it. Then again, I, that's on him. I, I did an interview years ago in England. I did an interview with, uh, and I'd, I'd only just started kind of, you know, making a name for myself. And so people were, didn't know, weren't used to the name. And I did a, an interview for to, to to plug a movie. And the the interviewer, we sat down and we did a little kind of preamble. And he said, "Okay, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you that." And, I, and just before we went on air, he said, just remind me, um, pronunciation. And I said, uh, Alfred Molina. He said, got it. And then oh boy. doesn't mention it again. You know, we, we get the red light. And he, he was a very well-known um, uh, broadcaster, this guy, Brian Matthew. He, you know, he'd, done, he was, he'd been around for years. And, uh, and he sort of said, you know, good evening, welcome to the show. Brother. And my, my, fir- <laughs> my first guest this after this evening is um, an up-and-coming actor in the film, blah, blah, blah. He says, um, Alfred <laughs> And he just started making, it was like gibberish, <laughs> to the point where I started to giggle. <laughs> and I was about to correct him, and, and, he, and, he, and he could see, he, he saw me, and he just went, just put his hand up like that, like, don't, don't say anything. And then he started again and got it wrong again. So, and it was a three-minute interview, and I worked it out that the first 45 seconds of those precious three minutes was him struggling with my last <laughs> group. 
It was a great introduction to celebrity. <laughs> but how do you screw that, Molina? It's uh, I know. I think I think it was just like maybe he'd heard Molina. I mean, they used to be. They, they, you know, maybe he'd heard a different pronunciation somewhere. Oh, so he stuck in his head and he got yeah. Caught and in I, think, I think it just kind of got him just threw him a little bit. <laughs> he Adele disemed you. Exactly. It was that moment. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Um, now, yeah, you, now listen. I, I know that my son was, was Raiders. Your first role, my very first film. And so, you're uh, did you audition here? Did you no, audition? I auditioned in London because in those days to shoot in London was much much cheaper. Uh, partly because under British uh, equity and under British movie union rules, uh, actors weren't required to be paid residuals. So you could. So Paramount just shifted their whole production office over to the UK, cast everything in the UK. Everybody was under British equity contracts, apart from Harrison and Karen Allen, who were, you know, obviously who were, you know, employed here. So we all got paid a fee and that was it. But the thing is, for me, I, I had no problem with that because first movie, yeah. I was, um, we were pregnant with my daughter. Um, we, I was working in the theatre for like union scale, which was nothing. And suddenly this movie comes up. They, they offered me two weeks work. And it was like for like a, what for me was a fantastic amount of money. Right. I mean, this was like 1979 and they were offering me a thousand pounds a week. And I was earning in the theatre, I was earning £150 a week. So you can imagine, you know, a baby on the way. We were broke. It kind of, it like, it was the most fantastic moment. And I, I, I remember when I, when, when I got the phone call that I'd got the job, I, I cried my eyes out. Sure. You know, and I've publicly thanked uh, Steven um, Spielberg for that many, many times, you know, because it really, really saved our asses. Yeah. job. Yeah, so I've got, I mean, I'm proud of the movie. I'm proud that I was in it. I'm proud that that was my first film, but there's a whole other personal mm -hmm. thing about it. There's, you know, it means a lot to me. And was that the first movie that you ever had auditioned for? Uh, uh, no. First uh, American big... First bi yeah, it was the first movie I'd ever, I think I'd done a couple of little telly jobs before that, just like, you know, crowd scenes, you know, mm -hmm. when they were kind of just, just get some young actors who cost nothing. And But it was my first proper interview and I remember turning up at this um, very swanky hotel in London and Stephen was there with Frank Marshall the producer and um, the, the casting director wonderful woman called Mary Selway who was like the big casting director of the time and uh, I was sitting on this sofa and Stephen was sitting in an armchair and he was just talking about the movie about what he wanted to do with it, what the story was about, what my part was. And he kept saying, look, it's not a huge part, but I think it'd be an interesting one, might be fun. And I'm kind of going, oh, sounds great, sounds great. And then he said, can you do a Spanish accent? I said, uh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And he said, okay, great, well, well, you'll be hearing from us. So I get up thinking, this is pretty good. So as I'm leaving, as I'm literally in the door jam, about to walk out of the suite, Stephen says, oh, uh, Alfred, uh, you don't have a you don't have a thing about spiders, do you? <laughs> and but because I was like on my way out, and I could see there were people coming in, I didn't feel I could engage and or ask any questions. And I thought he meant like maybe those little ones that crawl up out of the bath in the summer or something. You know? And I just went, uh, no, no, and then left. And then you know I never thought about it again until literally a week later I get the call that I've got the job, and I had to go and to the studio and get a cast made of my body you know for, for the for the movie which was kind of exciting i'd never you know never done that before and i'm getting this cast made and as i'm waiting to finish up because i had to get back into london 
I see a guy walking down the corridor <laughs> of Shepperton, sorry, Elstree Studios, and he's carrying two big suitcases made out of Perspex. And you can see into, obviously, and each suitcase is made up of these little compartments. And each compartment had a little tuft of straw. And I'm thinking, well, that's weird. Didn't put two and two together. Cut to my first day on the film. I'm really excited. I turn up and I see the same guy with the, the Perspex suitcases and the little tufts of straw in each compartment. I'm thinking, oh, I wonder what that is. <laughs> so I get on stage and uh, onto the sound stage, And the first scene is the scene where we did the famous, we did the famous thing where throw me the idol, I'll throw you the whip. That was yeah. the first day. So, <laughs> and I keep seeing this guy with the suitcases. And then, he's, and then I get told that we're doing the spider sequence. And I'm thinking, oh, great. So then I see the guy again, and I put two and two together. And underneath each tuft of straw, there's this great big tarantula, <laughs> like, fighting to get out of the little... I'm thinking, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then, you know, they started putting, it on, putting them on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And I'm, like, really thinking, you know... And, and, the, and this uh, handler... He's kind of going, don't worry, Mr. Molina, they're perfectly safe. They're perfectly <laughs> safe. They're harmless. They only start acting up if you put a female amongst them. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm, I'm covered with, I'm, there must have been about maybe 30 of them. I oh, remember exactly. God. And, I'm, and they're perfectly still. They're not moving. So we start shooting and Stephen says, uh, uh, they look like they're asleep. Can we get them to move around? And the guys are spraying little air, air <laughs> things at them to try and make, they're not moving. They're terrified. So... The, this guy says, oh, well, they'll only move if I put a female among them. Oh, yeah. So Stephen goes, well, do it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, getting a little, he's getting a little irritated by this point. So this guy goes to the suitcase again, puts on another tarantula, and they go nuts. And you can see it in the movie. They're scrambling about everywhere. One of them crawled up onto my face. And I was like going, oh, my God. And, and then as they're shooting, I hear Stephen shout out, Alfred, look scared. <laughs> and I just went, I was like, oh, I'm scared, I'm scared. And one of the, I felt one of them just go here. Like, I thought, if he goes in my mouth, I'm just going to, I'm going to resign. <laughs> but, oh, God, it was kind of, but they were, they are harmless. I mean, they don't, you know, the only thing I found, the only thing I noticed was a few days later, on the back of my neck, there was kind of like a weird rash, but that was just a little bit of irritation from the hairs mm -hmm. on the terrain. But they're not poisonous or they don't bite or anything like that. They do. So why are we so afraid of them? Because, because they look so ugly. They look scary. Okay. They're hairy and stripy and they're big. You know, I mean, the irony is, of course, that the really dangerous spiders in the world are the tiny little ones that you know yeah. look quite innocuous. Yeah. Anyway, that's my that's, that's my memory. Amazing. Uh, that's amazing. Is that shot, I feel like that shot might even be in the movie where it's going right up. I your think mouth. so. Well, it gets close. I mean, there's, I mean, yeah. there's, there's one little quick shot where my where I kind of like I'm, I look as if I'm rolling my eyes, and I think that was it was either that or, or it got there and then it fell off or something. <laughs> it was. Very and how long peculiar. would how long did it take to shoot that scene? Then it was it was the best part of a morning, you know, because oh. he wanted all different angles, and also that was the other thing is when he when they put the the female on there. A lot of the a lot of the the other spiders kept falling off, so it looked so one minute it looked like there was like millions of them, the next minute there was like maybe three. Mm -hmm. So they, you had to, they had to keep kind of putting oh, them back, you know. Geez. And uh, but this this the, the handler was so protective of his charges. I mean, it was like these spiders were like his babies. Mm -hmm. He was kind of when they fell, he would kind of get really concerned and. If someone tried to, he goes, no, 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 I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. And he'd pick them up and be, he was very, he like, you know, he kind of was, was extraordinary. Yeah. <laughs>
I don't know how you train a spider, but I mean, you know, it's obviously a life. It's obviously life's a life's work. Yeah, and <laughs> they, they've earned every penny they made. <laughs> I mean, these are <laughs> terrific spiders. I've yeah. seen the motion picture. We still emailed. Well, you guys keep in touch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that was probably their. It may have been their first movie too. It they, was. Right, it right? was. You, you it bond was. over that yeah, sort of thing. It was. Uh, Alfred Molina is here. Garen, let's check in with you very quickly. Uh, your vacation was okay. Yeah. Yeah, I went to a lot of movies. Went to a lot of movies. Give us, give us a couple of highlights. Maybe uh, Mr. And- I saw Vine. Mr. With Mr. Millionaire, in it. I saw uh, Vice. 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 Vine. Oh, Vice. Well, Vine's because of this. Uh, yeah, Vice. Uh, <laughs> this show's going ever so well. This titled podcast. I saw yeah. Beale Street. He is uncredited in that movie, by the way. Uh, in Vice. In Vice. Yeah. yeah. Uncredited. Yeah. Uh, do we consider that a cameo? How do we- well, it was it, it was such a tiny little thing. I, uh, when Adam McKay called me, he said, look, there's these two parts. They're not, they're not huge parts, but we'd love you to kind of get involved, you know, because I'd done a little bit of work with him before. We'd, you know, I'd done some stuff on, you know, Funny or Die and things mm-hmm. like that. So we, we, I, I thought, yeah, they'll be fun. And I read them, and the, the waiter, I mean, I, I, I mean, the movie's out now, so it doesn't really matter. But the, the waiter was, it's just struck me as really funny. Mm-hmm. Just a funny way to introduce this, you know, the, this rather difficult topic of what we actually got away with, you know, uh, in certain parts of the world. And, and, and I just thought this is a great way of really making a very good political point at the same time without actually whacking people over the head with it. Yeah. And then I thought, because it's, because it's just the one thing. I said, why? It was my suggestion. I said, well, I'll do it. I'll do it without a credit. Because that way, you know, it'll be a surprise, hopefully. And if it isn't, then no no harm done. And so, and that's how we did it. And, it was, and I'm, I'm glad because it was kind of, I, I was very pleased. I'm very pleased and very happy to be involved with them. You know, I'm, I'm proud of it. But it was, uh, yeah. Was you are one of those actors, though, that uh, it's a bummer when that's your only scene. Like, I want more mm-hmm. of you in a movie. And I was like, oh, here he is. And then that's it. And uh, so uh, a little bit of a, I, I wish you would have had a bigger role. Well, that's very kind I'll of talk you. to McKay about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should be my agent. Well, uh, I, I don't have the abilities, <laughs> you know, nor the, the, the talent. <laughs> Quite frankly, the interest. <laughs> there's, there's a lot going a lot going against you on this. Yeah, thread. there's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, yeah also, what was the, the other the film that my wife and I just saw that you were in that was wonderful? Uh, damn it. The, the newspaper one. Front runner? Front runner. Hmm. Front runner, yeah. uh, with the the uh, Gary Hart story, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah you're the uh, the newspaper editor. That's right, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Another wonderful uh, performance. Well, you know, it's it's the the nice thing about popping in for little cameos like that is that you know, in in the words of uh, the late great Bob Hoskins, who was once because towards the end of um, Bob's career before he retired and then sadly passed away, um, he uh, he was doing a lot of cameos, and. Uh, he was asked, you know, why, you know, why was he happy to do that? And he, and he said that the great thing about the cameo is, he said, you work for a week, you get treated like the crown jewels, and if the movie sucks, nobody blames you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like perfect, you know, it's like the perfect, yeah. you know, no one ever comes out kind of going, I hated that guy with the two scenes. Right. <laughs> you know. Wait, Hoskins sunk that thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never say that. It's <laughs> going so well until that's... Uh, that's uh, remember there was that little world well, there where Bob Hoskins was like uh, one of the you biggest know, names in Hollywood. Like, well, oh, yeah. yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I yeah, mean, yeah. He was... was uh, he, he was... He was the UK's biggest box office star for quite a few years. Really? Yeah. I mean, he he, he did a whole bunch of movies over here that were like huge in England. I mean, and, and also the, the English films he did. You know, um, yeah. He was he was wonderful. He, t- he uh, can I tell you? Can I tell you a lovely story? You can tell nine hundred stories. He, uh, 
I bumped, we bumped into him in New York. He was just finished doing Cotton Club and he was like, he had like a day before he was flying back to the UK. And we were just sitting in a hotel lobby chatting because he, he, um, he and my, uh, my wife were, were, were friends from years back when they were both in rep. And, uh, he said, uh, I, I said, I said something like, you know, do, do you like working over here? And he said, yeah, I love it. I said, I love it. But I always keep my return ticket in my pocket. And he said, uh, and he told me this story that he just finished Cotton Club. He'd been treated like a prince, you know, fantastic, beautiful trailer. Nobody could do too much for him. He was like, he said, it was just a dream job. He finishes the job. He's wrapping up all his stuff in the trailer. The, car, the limo's waiting to take him back to the hotel. He's loading up the limo. And he just takes another, one last look back at this beautiful trailer that he's enjoyed for the last few weeks. And he looks at it, and there's a guy in a pair of overalls just ripping his name off. <laughs> <laughs> scrunching up the paper and binning it. Like that. <laughs> and he kind of went, uh, showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, do, you know, you, you grew up, uh, obviously you're a, a, a little bit older than I am. Uh, was Benny Hill a, a, a big deal oh, yeah, growing up? Yeah, yeah, Benny Hill was like, uh, Benny Hill was a, I mean, I'm 65 when I was watching TV consciously say by the early 60s Benny Hill was already a huge star and his his show was like incredibly popular it was um, the, 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 the shows that you guys got over here that made him a big star over here um, they were kind of the, the, the latter part of his career mm. when, when he got into that whole shtick with no dialogue and doing the kind of fast fast movements yeah. mm. the silent movie send ups you know chasing the girls and all right. that right. that was all kind of like the second like the second chapter of his TV career and uh, you know and, and, and by then of course he'd become in England he'd become sort of part of the furniture he, he was he was like part of the establishment, mm-hmm. and so when the shows came, were they on PBS over here? They were on PBS. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When 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 that happened, it completely revitalized everything for him, and and and, you know, and I think he he you know he, he loved it. You know, obviously. I think didn't they partner it with uh, Monty Python? Like, wasn't Probably, that that hour yeah. block was Python yeah, and then Benny Hill? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, boy, if you if you, if you want one style of comedy, here comes another one. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, it's so odd to think now because it, yeah, it was so broad for PBS oh, yeah. to air something that was just and nudity. Like, yeah, it was by modern standards kind of unacceptable. That's <laughs> yeah, right, chasing that's women right. and stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. Right, better times. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my point. That, no, that no, that's not like that was your point. If that's how you feel, that's okay. That sounded like it was exactly your point. I would no. No, I, I was yes ending your seems idea. Interesting that it was publicly funded by you know tax money and they were. You might have to change your name to Jimmy Pardon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I uh, I don't want to hear the word pardon for the next six years. Um, any other word uh, is uh, welcome. That's I just went political again. You did. You're I, welcome. Thank you for putting us spotlight. On. You're welcome. Uh, all right, Gary. You saw the Vice. What else did you see? I saw second act. You saw second act, the J-Lo film. I did. It's very good. Oh, okay. I really enjoyed it. I suggested that to my wife yesterday. So let's just go to see a stupid movie and just, and, and, and zone out. And she had no interest. It's good. All right. It, it's the same situation with Instant Family. It's like, oh, this is good. Well, I really enjoyed Instant Family. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And maybe it's because I expect it to be whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But I liked it a lot. Mm. All right. So go see it. Oliver, did you see this movie? Which one? 
The one we were just talking about. <laughs> Second act. What are we doing here? Second act. Yeah, didn't mean to wake Where it. am I? Yes, podcast. We'll promote it. You're fine. I don't care about that. Angel <laughs> Horvine by Vorn Care with Fred Malina. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I saw... Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't see Second Act. I, I Not that it wasn't on my radar, uh, but uh, I'm no... No, I didn't. I saw Spider-Man twice. Love that. The uh, yeah. Spider-Verse? Oh. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Now, when you show up to something like that, everybody, uh, everybody in the movie theater go, look what's here. Good. Doc Ock is here. No. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. Oh, no. I, th- I think you have a rather skewed view of what uh, of, of my level of celebrity is, I, you know, dude. It, you're walking. And first of all, I just said, dude, so you know I mean business. You you walking into a Spider-Man movie, I would imagine every nerd in there would go crazy. No, no, really. No, you'd be in surprised. their heads. They are, and the, the, maybe in their heads. Being but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're a very polite bunch. No, <laughs> the nerds. No, but I, I, but I tell you what, they caught me by surprise because. I was watching, and that that thing they do, you know, that out of register thing that mm-hmm. was very much sort of, you know, it was like a almost like an homage to the original comics, you know. Yeah, that, where that it's used like to happen. three color print. Yeah, it's kind of off. Yeah. And I, uh, and when I when I first saw that, I kind of went, "Oh, that is there something wrong with the print?" <laughs> I actually wondered if there was something wrong with the actual yeah. know, thing. And then, of course, I realized it was you know, it was all part of the... I loved it. I yeah, really I great. Got a, I, I got a text from you about it as soon as you finished seeing it. Yeah. That's how much you love it. Oh, wow. You don't ever communicate with me. Like, well, <laughs> never. And I got this text about how brilliant this thing was. That was it. It was really good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was... That that initial hiccup of the you know the, the threading of the multiverse. I'm a total nerd. So it's one of those <laughs> moments where as soon as it... As soon as the color shifted, I was like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but also it reminded me of those those early you know because I, I was a Marvel fan when I was growing up. You know, I I, I, used, to, I used to get the comics and I just remembered that. You know, I, I remember and, and and as soon as it, as soon as the kind of the penny dropped, I I was really just so into it. I loved it. Yeah, it's great. Loved it. You loved it as well. I did. You're a Marvel guy. I am a big Marvel guy. Yeah. Right. You do just run down and. Buy your comics? <laughs> not a, not as an adult, but yeah, when I was a kid, I did. That's what I meant. Yeah, he was talking about being a child. Sure, I assumed. Maybe he still goes and buys some Marvel. Yeah, yeah. And you got a problem with that? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't mean with me. I mean with anyone doing that. No, I got specifically. I do have a problem with you. <laughs> <laughs> not on this topic. My th- my thing is seeing grown men on skateboards. <laughs> I figure if you're old enough to grow a beard, you really ought to. Get on a bus or drive a car. <laughs> shake the board you know, loose. It's like kind of weird. I, I always find that a little weird. I middle-aged uh, guys on skateboards. Do me a favor. Don't do that. Don't do Is it. That the favor? Yeah, yeah. Do me the favor of of getting yourself some proper wheels. You know, it's like give give that back to your grandson. You know what I mean? I uh, we walked into a Seven Eleven yesterday, Danielle and I, before we saw Roma, and there were four middle-aged guys with skateboards, and I went, "Look at these fucking idiots!" I literally, that's one hundred percent true. It happened just yesterday. Yeah. So, how do you feel about those these scooters that you just rent with a? Oh, don't get me started with <laughs> well, a scooter. You're mad at the scooters? No, well, I'm. Do you know what I think? I think if you're on wheels of any kind, get on the fucking road. Yeah, sidewalk scares you. Know, yeah. So I'm turning into an old fart. I know, but you know, if, if those scooters on on the on the sidewalk, forget it. It's going to become a nuisance when they pile up everywhere, you know. Going to become a nuisance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, drive, it's been driving me mad for months. You have to okay. do this more. Are you on the west side? Do you Shake live... Uh, it's none of your business. Okay. Where I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. They, are, they have not, they have not no, Actually, where here. I live, it's it's very hilly. Oh, okay. you, don't, you don't see you yeah. don't see any you don't see any of those scooters. It'd be a little scary on a hill. Can the, you imagine scooters? When I, I say one one of these days, one of us is going to see one of those one of those guys on the on, you know, on the one thirty four kind of yeah. going. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. 
Puttering. Right? What? As the listener knows, but Alfred won't know, uh, I manage a building, and uh, he, he's the uh, manager of an apartment uh, complex in Palms, California. Wow! Is so? What do I do now? <laughs> well, no, no. I think it, we just listen to your story. Off, probably, are you walking out would make the most sense. Walking out would make the most sense. This this could go away so much quicker. I just but I, so I walk the building to see what's going on. Whatever. Uh, like six of those scooters were behind uh, the, the the fence on our on our property. Like somebody, I assume it, it either some weird ne'er do well or one of the people working for it that just stored a bunch of them there. And I'm like, no. And I just honestly, I was so I just threw them out onto the onto the sidewalk. Just you like, threw them? I kind of threw them. I was mad. Because were they lime or bird? Uh, they were the black one, not don't, the green one. Don't know so why bird, that makes a difference to me. Yeah, it's bird. They were bird Which ones. Is, we know. The word is the word. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was. So isn't, mad it weird, like, isn't it weird that they're named after bird shit? <laughs> bird lime. <laughs> oh, you got we bird and lime. That. Bird lime. Wait, lime don't, is... don't you don't you call it bird? No, lime? no, we don't. Really not. Look oh, that's an English thing. Yeah, really. Yeah. Can, can we can we cut that last bit? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I want people to see you fail. And they just saw. Hey. Well, bird lime. That's what you call uh, bird lime. Yeah, oh, wow. that's the the little lumps the of shit. bird poop. Kind of makes sense. I wonder that if you feel something... a little better about that. About what? The, the, they're called bird shit. I think that's, <laughs> that makes sense to me now. I, I wonder if it's two different like companies. Bird bird two different companies. Different companies. Yeah, yeah. So you put them together, and you get you get some shit. You get some yeah. shit, yeah. right? Yeah. There's a the third place. one out here. Razor. Razor is making them too. Oh, I didn't know Razor was doing it yeah. here in the valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see. See, I, it can't, I can see that. I can see it making sense in the valley because it's kind of flattish and you know easier to use. But anywhere else, I mean, if you you know, it's. Uh, but I don't even sure how they work. Is it like you 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 put your credit card into it or There's something? An app. It's an app, and then you, you put ah, your right. phone to the to the thing, and then it starts it up. It, yeah. and, it and you just pay it. for the amount of time you use. Yeah, was it fifteen cents a minute or something like that? Right. One of them's Uber. I don't know which one Uber owns. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because yeah. if you get the ride pass, you get to use those for free. Huh. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. But you also get money for charging them as well. Which is why people stockpile them. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's. You get five bucks per if you charge them. Huh. Five bucks per for per the day. Scooter. Oh, per no, no, scooter. no. If you, t- if you go around collecting every scooter that That's, you see, I see, and you take them home. Wow. And you charge them. Really? You get five. You see? Now you're going. Why did I throw them? Wait. Why did you throw them? <laughs> the first thing I was thinking was that's like thirty bucks you chucked in this dude. All wow. you have to do is there's some extra in, money for you. Charge them and you I'm get paid. Scoop them up. Yes. Charge them. Mm-hmm. I'll get a scooter and scoot around. Collecting scooters. Oh, that's right. You don't have a uh, you don't yeah. have a car to collect them in. No. Yeah, this is not the. Job I've seen for you. that though. I've seen people on a scooter collecting scooters. Have you? Yes, I have. I didn't realize that that's what they were up to. That's what they're up to. I'm interested that you don't have a car. Oh, I'm a mess. Is that like a? I, I don't drive at all. Are you a victim of circumstance or is it a lifestyle I'm choice? I'm a victim of neuroses. That like they, you don't like driving. No, I don't. So you use mass transit? Yeah, Uber. Right. Cool. Usually Uber now, Subway. Well, you're on the right side of history. I don't go anywhere, so what am I going to do? Although, if I get this job in Santa Monica, I'm going to have to. What's up? Yeah. You're going to have to drive? Or you're going to have to... It's going to cost too much to Uber. You think so? But it's like 20, but, 50 bucks a day. But if you think about a car payment and then car insurance and gasoline, yeah. I think you got to crunch those numbers. Could you get there on a scooter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it'll go up the hill. <laughs> Run up the hill! I'll go up, I'll go up Lower Canyon on the... Scooter. Yeah. <laughs> Three hours later. When do you find out if you get this job? I want to have a second interview, which is 
in it's in it's in process all right well we wish you a lot of luck with that garen's always on the lookout for a new job uh which would mean that must make you feel great we can't wait to lose (laughs) him can't wait to shake this guy loose this guy's been here six six years is it yeah six years he's been with us our intern half the show half the show yeah yeah that's right man we love we'll it'll be sad to uh, to lose you but it's uh it's also time gotta spread those wings (laughs) i gotta put that mfa to work doing the customer service job yeah boy that just got sad <laughs> let's talk about something happy and let's talk about oliver's beautiful head of hair it is nice right it's pretty uh, sensational isn't it? it it's sensational to use your word he's got a john slattery look to it. he does have a john yeah. slattery in look. fact he's got but he's got more dark hair than john right that's john's true. almost complete he's like completely yeah. white now. Yeah. yeah john's in that new what, what is it the uh, uh the uh, paul oh, risers yeah, yeah. in it too yeah the, the, the thing the, about the uh the romanoffs the romanoffs yeah, uh, yeah. right isn't it right. isn't john in fact, that's what it's called Think so. Is it the, the Romanovs? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. He's the one that's getting the title wrong, not me. <laughs> you don't have to yell. <laughs> he, he called it. I'm just glad it was directed at your towards you and not me. Oh no! Wait till we leave. I'll get hit for that. <laughs> Whoa! Jeez. One hundred percent. Are you the uh, Are you the uh, bag man on this thing? Are you the uh, driver uh, for you guys today? Yeah, uh, no. no, no. I was going. No. I drove myself. I oh, yeah. Oh, you guys met here. Yeah. Made here. yeah. I was told the only reason you were coming was because you were schlepping him around. That's how no, we get in the room. You see, that's how rumors start. That's how rumors. No, start. I had offered. Oh, he did offer. I okay. Know, I have offered. We have a few of these this week, and and, yeah. and, and I have offered to chauffeur you everywhere. Sir. Been, and, and he's been very kind about it. But I, you know, I have other errands to do. I'm so, with you. Know. you. I I don't. I a never want to be beholden to anybody. And b you know, if I want to leave, I don't want to. Oh no, I don't mind being beholden to people. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't mind that at all. You know, okay, so uh, I'll take advantage of anyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the name of the podcast is uh, The Angel of Vine. Yeah. You did it. Yay. All right, we got to take another break. Yeah. We doing okay on time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. take another break. Oh, we'll be back with more right after this. Why did I answer? <laughs> I know you're fine. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Alfred Molina, not on social media, at least not publicly, so no reason to try to follow him there. But you can hear him on The Angel of Vine. That's a new podcast that uh, Jimmy and I are both listening to now, I would say probably addictively. I can't wait to finish it. Uh, I'm going to burn through this whole thing. Really great stuff. Uh, You can hear us talking about it on this episode, obviously. The Angel of Vine is available anywhere that podcasts are found. And I think maybe episodes come out early on Stitcher Premium if you want to do it that way. So check that out. Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap, that's me, are going to be at San Francisco Sketchfest this weekend playing games live on the 11th. Uh, and that is with Lauren Ash and then Never Not Funny Live matinee show on the 12th with John Ross Bowie. And after that, we're going to the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. Jimmy's doing stand up there on the 25th and 26th of January. And then Never Not Funny is live matinee show on the 27th. That'll be fun. And then uh, after that, we're going to Houston on March 2nd. We're at the White Oak Music Hall. Uh, and that's a 7 show or 7.30 show in Houston. And Jimmy's doing stand-up uh, late show, 9.30 show on the 2nd of March. And and day after that, we're going to St. Louis. First time in St. Louis for Never Not Funny. Helium in St. Louis on March 3rd. Go to nevernotfunny.com and click the tour link for all of our dates and deets and links to get tickets for those shows. And for Jimmy's stuff, go to jimmypardo.com, click his tour link, and enjoy 
Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Yeah. Ooh, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> Uh, hey, download Earning today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who sent you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Earning. It's your money. Get it now. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. 
Matt, I'm going to yell one of the words here because it uh, gives it to me in all caps. Are you ready? Should I turn your mic down? No, I'll stop. I'll go away. Okay. You know what's smart? What? Kicking off 2019 by planning out which roles your business needs to hire for. Uh There's chit chat that Garen Cockrell's leaving. Yeah, he's got a job uh, offer. Not an offer, but he's 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 getting closer. Got an interview, second interview coming up for a job. You know what stinks about us mentioning that Garen goes on these interviews? And by the way, he brought it up, not us. He did. Is uh, when he's still here. The Every, world knows he didn't knows. get that. Yeah, that's a bummer. You got to stop talking about your interviews. Don't jinx it. Yeah, no jinx. And no tag backs. We, so, is that something we get agree on for 2019? Also, no double taps. Right? I don't know what that is. In Foursquare, double taps. Oh, Foursquare, the... The game. Yeah, you can't hit the ball twice. Double taps, sometimes you can do it. You know, the, 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 for, the, the server sets the rules. Right. So when you say no double taps, that means you can't pop it up, then hit it. Foursquare is also a... You should never be able to... Isn't that an app? Isn't that some sort of a check-in? That's one of those things that Garen does instead of working and making money to support himself. (laughs) He's the mayor of places. That's right. You go to places a lot and you check in. Uh, No, you use a different one, though. This is not an ad... Oh, it is. Okay. Well, the evolution of hiring starts with ZipRecruiter. What do you think of that? Zip. Nice. Using ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is going to get you to hire the right people. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter finds quality candidates for you. It's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes. I sound like David Miscavige. (laughs) It's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills, education, and experience. Then it actively invites them to apply to your job so you get quality candidates fast. Yeah. That is why ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. This rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. It's a lot. That is a lot. It's not Harry's numbers. Well, this it's is a, lot. a newer company, but they'll get there. You could only be. No. Uh, <laughs> and right now, my listeners uh, can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. Oh, so can my listeners. It's a, you know what? I don't. I, <laughs> I know you hate saying it. I always intend. I always will say it right now. Never not funny. I always change it. Yeah. But I uh, didn't that time and I hated it. And the fact that you <laughs> called me out on it is even worse. <laughs> I called you out on it because I know it drives you crazy, even though I don't care at all. Well, I don't like it. And I, and I think it sounds weird to the listener. My listeners. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a. Our listeners. The listeners have never not funny. But you, and yet you couldn't change it on the fly. That's. The, the I got distracted. Part. I got a text message at the exact same time. Yeah, it was me saying, uh, say our listeners. <laughs> I texted that to you. You're not going to get gonna, it. It actually was from ZipRecruiter telling me that another <laughs> podcast wants me. Oh, wow. Yeah. So good luck to you three. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now yeah. can I use ZipRecruiter to get a new host? Yeah. Apparently Marin's leaving his podcast and they want me to take a spot. Interesting. That's a real Johnny Carson scenario. Who takes over WTF? No one. It's, it's, Nobody. It ends it's with him. It's over. It ends. Yeah. Right? And the sooner the better. <laughs> um, ZipRecruiter is the way to go, guys. It actively invites. We already talked about that. Uh, right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Oh, that's why. My name is in the... Uh, in the my uh, name is in the... <laughs> <laughs> you like. If you love this show, show your support to it and ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo, P-A-R-D-O. In fact, just go there for the fun of it today. Yeah, see what go, it looks Go see like. what's going on over there, man. ZipRecruiter. We, we talk so much about it. Aren't you curious to see what it looks like? Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to the listener. I got to find somebody to take your spot. <laughs> you know what I do? What? I fire you. Mm-hmm. I promote Garen. 
Okay. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett's giving the all right over there. Oh, my God. That, oh, you know what's funny? This is uh, completely off topic. Welcome back to ZipRecruiter. Uh, I had a, 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 a vest on yesterday. What, what, what do you call it? Not a puffy vest, but the, the like. Yeah. And uh, so I said, Oliver, what do you think of this? <laughs> and I did the zipper up and down. Yeah. And he just goes, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like he knew how dumb my thing was that he and he, he, he served it right back to you. He served it right back to me. Put me put me down. Yeah. All right. Like, yeah. Dad, you are the biggest a-hole in the world. Yeah. But you're a nice man. So I'm going to tolerate your dumb zipper rep. <laughs> And you can tolerate. Speaking of zipper wrap, go to ZipRecruiter. Yeah. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Alfred Molina is here. Boy, I almost uh, did. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Alfred Molina. <laughs> Boy, there, there's a place in, uh, shoot, I won't put the, uh, Killer. Uh, killer Joe. It's a restaurant in Santa Monica, Killer something, and I couldn't. I can't say it. It's Killer Lobster, is it? Is that the Killer? I obviously just said Killer Lobster. I didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> ah, who cares? I don't know. Uh, but I, now I want to go. Well, shrimp. Is it, it's not Killer Shrimp. I can say that. Uh, <laughs> killer Noodle? Killer Noodle. That's it. Killer, killer Noodle. I can't say that. I, I, <laughs> you just said it. Because I, I, I'm not thinking about it. But I went, oh, there's Killer Noodle. <laughs> and I'm not even doing that for humor. Yeah. There's Killer Noodle. It's the R at the end of Killer. It's the R at the end of there. L and the Noodle and, yeah. for some reason. And the two L's in Killer. Huh. Killer yeah. I, the problem I have is if, if I try, if I think about it, I can say it. But if I have, if it's coming out in common, the word statistic. Mm-hmm. If I mean, if I think about it, I can say it. But if it's if I have to read it, say somewhere, or someone says, you know, I can't. Ju- I, I always I have to stop and see the word in my head before I can say it. Yeah. How often does it come up in your life that you have to say the <laughs> Not word? Not often, statistic? but I mean, you know, but every now and again, you, it's one of those words. Yeah, you know, it's like. Uh, if you're looking at, say, some statistics, you kind of go, oh, darling, look at this. According to these statistics, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I, I have to kind of think about it. I have to, I have to visualize. Yeah. It's just a kind of Mine's hallelujah. I'm going to say I, I just had to say hallelujah. Say it. Hallelujah. 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 I cannot say it and I, for the life of me. So I have to also give a pause. <laughs> Think about it and then still get it wrong. There's, I'm always a failure with that. When on the show, when I try to say vehemently and I said vehemently, yes, <laughs> for my whole life would say that. But I also cannot say compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. I cannot say that word mm. for to save my life. Oliver, any uh, any word that you have trouble with? Are you a, a trained actor? You have no troubles at all. Prices and participation may vary. Prices and participation may vary. Prices and participation may vary. That's what I know you from. <laughs> all that, after a while, all that legal. Yeah. Prices and participation Actually, may vary. Oliver can answer a question I've wanted to ask Here for we go. years. You know when, when, you know in those commercials where they do that last bit, the disclaimer, and they do it really, really fast? All the fair balance. Yeah, that's that's edited for speed isn't it or is that the, the actor or is that the, the voice artist it doing that it fast it, it completely depends on how much legal you have to say and how much time you have in the in said radio spot well, now they stopped speeding up all of the fair balance on uh, pharmaceuticals uh, now it's yeah. all normal right, speed right. Oh. we talk about bleeding we talk about yeah. headaches yeah. we talk about falling down with that meaning too in a normal, uh, don't worry about it. You're all fine. Right, which then well, makes it yeah. seem like most of the commercial is just but that I, part. Yeah. For the most yeah. part, it's, yeah, Side because you have may the include nausea or death. <laughs> it, when they speed it up, if they, it starts to pitch up a little bit, so you try to yeah. get it if you can without mumbling, and if you are a mumbler, 
as some of us are, then they will, yeah, they'll speed it up. It depends on how much there is to say about the... Uh, Why are you behind the camera? <laughs> hmm? So charming. Yeah. Charming, good-looking, good looking, talented. Great right? eyebrows. Why is he stuck behind the goddamn camera? Because he's a lazy bastard. That's what it is. <laughs> That's it. Doesn't have the... Barely can't, barely can't, can't, can't every be time, to get out of bed. Every time they call... Statistically. <laughs> <laughs> In your face, Molina. Oh and then you say hallelujah. That was aggressive. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Elliot, everything's okay with you? We haven't yes, uh, checked in with you yet. Hello. Uh, uh, yeah, everything, uh, did you have a nice break, sir? I had a good break. I got a lot of things done. Yeah. Uh, got a bomb scare. Wait, oh, that's right. Where? Oh, my God. I totally Where? forgot about that. This was a big news story over the uh, Christmas uh, yeah. break. Uh, it was right down the street. Was it your building? It well, why don't you no, explain it? It was, it was down the street at the, the Hare Krishna Center. Uh, apparently what had happened was a gentleman called in and said, I, I am in the Hare Krishna Center. I have bombs. I'm going to blow this place up. And this is what, two buildings away from where you live? Uh, it's at the other end of the block. I mean, basically where I was, I, I honestly didn't know anything was going on except I heard helicopters. Mm -hmm. uh, and then one of the tenants said, hey, what's going on out here? So I went and had a look. There were police officers in riot gear. Um, wow. There were uh, all the local net, uh, news stations had their trucks down the street. The The street was blocked off and um, we didn't know. But I asked the police, should we leave? They go, we'll let you know. It's fine right now. Uh, and one of the things is that the Hare Krishna Center has a 24 hour stream because it's a religious center and they do all sorts of things all the time. So if you're one of their followers from far away, you can watch whatever's happening. The stream had been shut off that morning. So they couldn't see inside to tell whether people were panicking or whether oh somebody was gosh. in there, all this stuff. So uh, it turned out it was all a false uh, report. It was a hoax. Oh, wow. The whole thing was a hoax. And I, I honestly don't know, because I tried to watch the story to see if they could figure out why this guy did that, mm. if they found the person who had, who had made the call. Couldn't find out anything. I haven't found anything since then. So they may not have found him. Uh, to understand what was going on. But, but how many hours did it last? I mean, it, it was a while because it had started at about seven in the morning, apparently. Yeah. And it went till 1 p.m. So that works out to six, seven hours. I'm not doing the math. I remember it because I got a, 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 a an alert on my phone uh, mm. from Ring yeah. telling me that there's this police activity and so on and so forth. And then it was like, holy shit, that's right by Elliot's house. Yeah, you texted on our chain. You texted him like, I hope everything's okay. And I was like, let me see what's going on. I assumed it was like in the neighborhood roughly. Yeah. And then right. I look up like, oh my God, that's no, it's, it's there. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Right there. It was super crazy. And, and uh, I was worried about what, I would need to do or what would happen or whatever but as i say it ended up not being a big deal but but it felt like one and there were like at one point i had a picture uh there were like six of those police officers right here coming out of a garage mm -hmm. like i didn't know why they were in that garage at the time i didn't know about the, the bomb scare yet and i was like uh, are are there fugitives around here with guns? I mean, what's I had no idea right, of especially because they wear those helmets and they look like that you know, German slash Star Wars kind of, it goes like this and then it kind of flares out. Yeah. And when you see those there, that's an aggressive looking like thing. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this isn't, we're not playing around here. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it was, it was scary. Uh, Excuse me. I felt relatively calm. So I guess that's true about me. I didn't know that before, but. Um, <laughs> I've never seen any evidence of you being calm. <laughs> None. 
granted, you're always around me and my hyperactivity, so <laughs> that, that may play into it. I, that doesn't surprise me. He, no, of course. He's able to walk up to some guy harassing a woman and get in his face. That's it's true. almost like he's able to compartmentalize. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> we all got it in. Everybody's an asshole in here. Right? That was the premise? Yes. Yeah. And yes. he's the guy that can throw three... Bird lime scooters <laughs> on the yes, sidewalk. Right. This is true. Yeah, that doesn't sound calm. That sounds very yeah, aggressive just, and angry. Yeah, full of rage <laughs> or, in a certain or situation. Prepossessed. Oh yeah, right uh, the bird lime. Right, that's what we call. It. That's what we call <laughs> shit over <laughs> over the motherland. But anyhow, so everything ended up being fine. So. All right, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah no, I was yeah. I was very thankful. It was really that. weird. I, it was yeah. it was also interesting following along with it and the, the news reports and your texts like right. Uh, you know, I wanted to go down there, you know, lend a hand, <laughs> be that guy that always shows up. There's always that weirdo in the neighborhood. Lucky like, Lou. Yeah. What are you they say do? usually. I think, it's, I think it's Lucy Lou. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She always shows up at those She's things. a very nosy person. Well, stay out of this, Lou. <laughs> Lou. <laughs> right? She was on the Golden Globes last night. She was. She uh, presented uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Her and... Uh, and uh, Sandra Oh, I think, are maybe the two of the only uh, Asian actresses that weren't in that movie, so they had to do that job on the, the Golden Globes yeah. just to talk to the other people. Great movie. I enjoyed it. You think that was the consolation prize? <laughs> yeah. Like, you didn't get to be in a movie. You, you can present it. It was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's fighting no. you. All right. Not yet. We're fine. Oliver, are you fine with that movie? I'm, so, I'm fine with that movie. All right, I'll say it. It was just okay. I saw really? it on a plane. I enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's a great plane. It's a great plane. I saw it in a motion picture house from the third row because it was so jammed that I still enjoyed it. Wow. It was what was showing at the time. I said, I'm going to go see a movie. Oh, I don't I don't go. Wait, really? Yeah. If if, they're, if I'm not in the center, in that vicinity, I don't go. What, <laughs> close up or further back? Further, I need to be like middle of the theater, like right, prime seating. Yeah. I'm a snob. Yeah, I'm an aisle guy. I like to be on the aisle. Oh, you and I both. Yeah. If I'm not on the I aisle, I stretch can't. Out. I'm to stretch my legs out. I can't. Well, I'm 5'4". The stretching's the least of my problems. <laughs> I, I need to have... I don't know what it is. It's, it's come on the last... Uh, well, I've known you, what, 12 years now? It's been happening since I met you. Mm-hmm. Not that it's related. But in it the last, but it might be. <laughs> Certainly, let's not take that off the table. Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah. Last twelve to fifteen years is when it's happened. Because I used to not have a problem sitting in the middle seat on a plane or any of it. But now, if I'm not on the aisle, I my brain goes crazy. I'm the same. Yeah. Is it? Is it have anything to do with like you want to be able to easily leave? I I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I wish I knew. Wait, how, how many? How long have you been married? I've been married 20 years. It'll be 20 years in May. Okay. No, no, no. I'm, I'm I've been with Danielle 20 years. It'll be 15 years in May. So, like, right around the time you got married, you suddenly... Suddenly were, like, you felt restricted, felt yeah, claustrophobic. You, you couldn't, <laughs> needed a, an easy path to escape any yeah. situation. When you guys fly together, do you kind of fight over who's going to sit on we the We fly aisle? in separate planes in case one of us goes down. <laughs> do you know, I know a lot of couples who do that. Wait, no, I'm making fun. Oh, yeah, no, spe- couples weird, with though, kids. Right? I know a lot of couples with kids who mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they're all flying as a family, they'll all go together. But right. if the parents are flying really? away from the kids, they always fly yeah. on separate pl- flights. Uh, and you should tell the kids that, too. Tell my nine-year-old that. Why are you flying separately? In case one of us dies <laughs> a fiery wreck, you'll have yeah. someone you'll have to crap to every Christmas about what you didn't get. No <laughs> <laughs> shoes, Miles. Ah. Uh, but statistically speaking. Yay! Circle's back. <laughs> have you got a therapy session this afternoon? I wish. Yeah, I, I wish. I will. Yeah. No, it's actually tomorrow before. Uh, yeah. Tuesday is 1130 by Westwood, California. You too? Uh, Dr. Kimberly Cantor. 1115. Over the phone. Henry Gross. North Carolina. Henry Gross, the Close guy it. that sang Shannon in 1974? <laughs> That's it. 
That's all he does over the phone the whole time. <laughs> he just sings that song. It's a song about his dog dying. It's very therapeutic. Until I get better. Until I get better. Until I get um, better. The, uh, to answer your question, no, my wife, will sit, she doesn't care. She, right. She'll take the middle seat. Uh, but now we get the row. You know, uh, she takes the window. My son's in the middle. Yeah. I'm on the aisle. Right. Yeah, I, I, I have to sit on the aisle. It's and it, but it's not about, uh, you know, and, and in cinemas and theaters, it's, it's not about being being able to make a quick getaway. It's, I, it's just, I don't know, it's just like... Uh, I get nervous about having to leave or having to get up and then disturbing people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I like the island on a, on a plane. Because if, if I have to get up for whatever reason, I don't want to piss mm-hmm. people off. Yeah. So I think it's... Uh, on a plane, I totally get it. Because like, if you're on a long flight, you're like, I don't have to climb over people to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. or whatever. I spend a lot of time on my plane flights trying to, like, in my head, uh, doing architecture of... How could they do this where everybody's on the aisle? Like, how could they make, how could the same amount of seats be in here and you don't have to climb over people yeah. to go to the bathroom? The Concorde was like that, wasn't it? I, I don't know, Phil think, Collins, wow. you tell me. <laughs> wow. The Concorde was like single seats all along. Interesting. You know, that's, cause it was, that's why, it always, apparently, that's why it always lost money because there weren't enough seats right. to kind of cover the cost of it. Yeah. And it was probably very expensive to fuel it, I would assume, because mm, it went so and fast. And very noisy, apparently. Was it a noisy oh, play? Really? Very, noisy. Huh. very noisy. There was a there was a joke about I remember when, when Concord first started flying, there was a huge billboard in London, uh, in the middle of the West End. It was huge British Airways billboard and it's and, and the logo was Breakfast in London, lunch in New York. And then someone overnight graffitied underneath <laughs> Luggage in Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> and that was up. It was up for years. Really? They didn't. They didn't That's take weird. it down. Huh. I think somebody. I think somebody in the British Airways kind of went saw the joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Probably better advertising if you leave it and then yeah. people talk. That's about true. It. People yeah. talking about it. Maybe they did it. Hold yeah. on. A second. Hang on. This is Banksy's early career as an advertiser. I always go through the gift shop. You know that, man. You got to exit. Then. That's right. Uh, Alfred and I know you know a lot about exiting. You're always trying to escape. <laughs> I'm always trying to get out of there quickly. Alfred Molina is here. Uh, Oliver uh, V is also with us. <laughs> um, Love it. The so name good. of the podcast, of course, is uh, the uh, Angel of Vine. Uh, you guys want to talk about this thing a little bit? You want to give a? Uh, have we covered the promotion on this? Do you want to give us some more backstory on it? I, I, you know, you've done you've done great. I wanted to add. I, I'm a huge fan of uh, this book, uh, The Black Dahlia Avenger, which okay. is about the Black Dahlia murder. And this, your show reminded me a lot of that story. Is it, was that an inspiration to you at so all? So my partner, uh, E. Ryan Martz, who co-directed it, co-produced it, and mm-hmm. actually was came to me with it. Oddly enough, he was my old voiceover agent's assistant. Okay. And then so years later, he said, hey, I got an idea. His The story is based basically on Black Dahlia type and his grandfather, who was uh, a member of the police force in Los Angeles and then left the force and became a private eye oh cool who just so happened to record everything that he did and oh wow yeah which was incredibly paranoid um, <laughs> and not easy at the time I would imagine no but not, really useful but really him. yeah <laughs> I, I actually didn't have to do anything <laughs> I just tap danced through it um, yeah so that was sort of yeah what what would happen if someone today discovered evidence yeah. of this famous cold case that was actually solved but the person who solved it didn't tell anybody. Yeah. So that was it. That was just the premise. It's a that great was, hook. Yeah. That was it. It's really great. Again, I'm only two episodes in, but I'm really enjoying it. Me and too. Uh, 
Uh, I'll send you a copy with me completely cut out so you can enjoy it. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, to make it go faster, too. Yeah, yeah, so that's perfect. faster, yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, I've had to listen to it a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm even tolerating the uh, the, the uh, Johnny Walker commercials. So it's... Uh, uh, we do what Johnny we must. We do what we must. I know. They were actually great to come on. They were... No, that's great. They were great to come that's on. Big, yeah. and, oh, my uh, podcast head got very, very angry at the Johnny Walker uh, <laughs> spots. Uh, yeah. Good for you guys. Uh, they're, they're, they're great, great partners, and they've been wonderful and generous and just so cool with us cool. and then it's you know I haven't seen any Johnny Walker coming through my mailbox because <laughs> I didn't order you any oh but I will I tell you, it's but just, I will it's tough in the middle yeah, I get it I get it uh, and, and again you can get this podcast on any platform uh, so Albert again I would be uh, remiss my son would kill me if we didn't talk a little bit about Spider-Man uh, are you at a, a point and, and, and I, I don't mean this insultingly I, I mean it complimentary a role like that do they say uh, come on in and read for it or do they say get me Alfred Molina no, well they, they, you're very kind to even imagine that that might happen <laughs> uh, no it, it's uh, I was I was asked to come and screen test. Oh, okay. And uh, I think um, there was there was a list of a short list of actors who were uh, who were who were being considered. And I and I looked at the list and and I realised that it was basically five actors who were kind of like in the public eye at that time because literally a few months before we'd all been in high profile movies that had gotten a lot of attention. So it was people like Christopher Walken, Chris Cooper, myself, you know, and and I think we were just actors of a certain age who were kind of like, you know, sort of being talked about. The reason why I think I got called in was because uh, Sam Raimi's wife had seen Frida and Sam was, you know, was struggling with this list and he was, you know, and, and she said, have you, have you seen this guy, Alfred Molina? He's in this movie, Frida, he might be, a, he might be a, 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 a contender. So I turned up for this, um, you know, screen test. I mean, it was just, it was basically an interview and then the test happened the next day and they mocked up a costume and, you know, stuff like that. And then in this test, uh, one of the producers uh, was wearing sunglasses and he just kind of went, stop, 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 stop. And he just handed me his sunglasses and said, put those on. And I put them on and I could, and I thought, oh, I wonder, you know, I put them on and I could tell in the room, everybody just sort of went, oh, yeah. Huh. And suddenly I think that helped to kind of, I, and it was, and it, it, it kind of proved to me that the old adage about, nobody really knows what they want until they see it mm-hmm. yeah. you know and I think that nobody was quite sure how they wanted this to look until those glasses went on so it's the, it, was, it was the sunglasses that got me the job I think <laughs> and then uh, yeah and it was wonderful because you know I was you know as I said before I was a I've always been a Marvel fan and, and I loved uh, you know I loved the idea of doing it and I'd never done anything quite like this right. and, um, you know that I mean, when, when I think about the, techn- the, the way technology has progressed from, say, Raiders in 1980 to uh, Spider-Man 2 in 2004, whenever it was, I mean, when, when Harrison was being lowered into that snake pit, those were real snakes, you know, and, he was, and the only thing separating him from the snakes was a, 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 a glass, uh, a, you know, a glass um, veil, as it were, that, that, you know, you couldn't see because of the way they lit it. Now, of course, he'd be lowered onto a great big green circle on the floor, <laughs> and, and everything would be, you know, created uh, digitally. So the 
the idea of getting involved in this kind of movie with all this sort of technology was like really interesting to me, you know, and uh, and it was a long process. I mean, from soup to nuts, the whole thing took about eight, nine months. Wow. Yeah. At one point, we were occupied, that one production, uh, Spider-Man 2 was occupying something like eight sound stages at Sony. Wow. You know, it was like a huge endeavor, huge. And, and of course, those things, you know, those things take time. And, and so there was a lot of sitting around waiting a lot of kind of you know um but it was fascinating i mean if you if you're a you know i'm, I'm a bit of a film geek and and just the <coughs> idea of uh, of of getting involved in something like that was exciting anyway yeah but then to play you know this kind of iconic villain was like just you know heaven yeah it's great yeah i loved it and, and, and i i learned a lot I actually learned a lot about filmmaking because just watching watching this process you know uh, there was one moment I remember there was a, they wanted a reaction from me of getting hit. And it was literally just doing this, uh, just that, like reacting to a punch. Mm-hmm. And I must have done it like 25 times. Just, just that. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over. And after about 10 or 12 goes, I thought, well, what am I doing wrong? <coughs> you know, what, you know I, I can't, I don't get. So I just sort of said, Sam, is is uh, am I am I what am I doing wrong? And he from way up he was because he, he was looking at everything on these computer banks and he just sort of shouted out, "Oh, it's not you! It's nothing, nothing to do with you, Fred. You're fine." And then of course I realised that what he was looking at was how that works with all the other technology going mm. on. You know, it was in the, it was one of the sequences on top of the uh, on top of the elevated train. You know, so so there was all that going on, all right, the movement right, right. and and the the all the CGI that he was. That's what he was kind of dealing with, not me doing that. Interesting. And I and I, so I, I learned an interesting lesson there. You know, that it was uh, you you you're actually part of the actor is part of a much much bigger machine. But isn't that the actor's movies. head though? When you see when they're having you do it over and over, or you see a producer and a director talking, it's got to be about me. Well, yeah, well, you, right. you can't, you, or if they keep saying do it again, you reach a point where you think, I'm really screwing this up. Yeah. You know, especially if it's something that simple or seemingly that simple. But it was all about, I mean, there was one day when uh, Rosemary Harris and I were doing a sequence where I'm climbing up the side of a building to, and I, you know, I've, I've to grab her and she hits me with an umbrella. And we were up and we were in, in, uh, in harnesses suspended about 40 feet above the soundstage floor. And something happened they stopped because they were checking something on the computer and we were just hanging there <laughs> and we thought well yeah because it, ta- it takes so much time to come down and get out of the thing and then get back in so we thought we, you know we just stayed there uh-huh. and we were there for ages and we actually rosemary and i actually ran out of small talk we just ran out <laughs> and it was getting very hot so someone opened the dock doors to the sound stage so this breeze came in so we ended up like slowly kind of swinging in this breeze <laughs> like just kind of like and I, th- and I thought have they forgotten about us <laughs> and I hadn't they, they were just dealing with everything else and at one point as we're kind of swaying in this breeze Rosemary just very quietly says I'm classically trained you know <laughs> <laughs> And she was up for it. She loved it. She loved all that technology. She she was when they were like swinging around on the harness, swinging her up, and you know, because the scene where she falls, where she starts falling, they did it flat. You know, everything was like on the floor. Mm-hmm. So she was being she was being put br- taken by the harness like in that direction. And you know, 
yeah, can we do it again? Let's do it again, you know. <laughs> and and she was and the harnesses are quite tight, so she was getting bruised mm. on her legs and under her arms. But she she was really such a pro. I mean, she was kind of loving it. It was it was and it was it was a lot of fun. It was because it's not the sort of thing you do in your normal kind of you know way of things as an actor. Yeah, you, you know, it's it's a it's an unusual part of you. Certainly for me, it was a very, an unusual part of my work yeah. pattern. I loved it. Great. And you do that again? Would you? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, I, I I once made the mistake. In fact, it was in a podcast. Someone said, "If you were asked to do it again, would you?" And I said, "Absolutely, in a heartbeat." And then the next thing I knew, you know, it's Alfred Molina wants to play Doc Ock again. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. That's not what I said. That's I said not I what I said. Yeah, yeah, I'd be more. Than, yeah, because it's it's interesting. I find I find I find the the, the the marriage of of whatever creativity you bring as a performer. And the technological or the mechanical or the technical requirements of the job, that coming together of those two seemingly uh, contrasting things, I, I find that equation really, really interesting. Mm. You know, the, the sort of working out how to make, how to deal with all the technology and at the same time making it feel completely. I mean, simple things. I remember on Raiders, and this, remember, this is my first movie, so I knew nothing about making films. I had to cross the track, the camera was on a track. And I had to cross, step over the track without looking at it as if I was just on flat ground. Yeah. And it took me two or three goes to, to learn how to sense it, you know, and not break my stride to look as if I was stepping over yeah, something. Yeah. And I, I found that, and, you know, and the, I remember the, one of the crew, one of the camera crew was kind of going, sorry about the track, mate, you know, got nothing we can do about it. And I said, no, 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 it's okay. And, and just a small little thing, but just solving that kind of, Gave me a lot of pleasure. You know, yeah. I enjoyed. I enjoy that equation. That's cool. That's great. I love it because I, you know me, I, I go into a panic and <laughs> yeah, just fail miserably. Well, I, st I still don't know how to use a vacuum cleaner. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I got Ollie. That's what Ollie's doing. Right. Uh, all right, we play a game called Sevens. Right, uh, and you said you have some experience uh, with doing quiz shows overseas. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> a slightly, a slightly, a slightly embarrassing moment in my life. I, I did a, I did a, a, an interview on the radio in England, a long time ago, and they did this. It was a morning show, very chatty, and they just they said we do a quiz. They just threw a quiz at me, and they just said think of a topic, and they had a list, and it was like you know movies, music, fashion. Stuff like that, and just as a, this was radio, it was we didn't have cameras like we have here, but it was radio. But I thought I was being, you know, reasonably witty, <laughs> and I said something really pompous, mean de deliberately. And I said, I said, oh, I'll answer questions on um, the foreign policy of Henry the Seventh, and thinking it was perfectly clear, and that's what I got that kind of look. <laughs> <laughs> and so I found myself like having to like ex not only explain that it was a joke. But then also having to apologise for it being a poor joke, right. <laughs> and that still didn't get me out of trouble, you know. And I just felt so stupid, and because I, I, I was young, I didn't know what I was doing. Well, guess what? You're going to feel stupid again <laughs> yeah. because we're about to play sevens, right? And you've chosen oh, here's maybe our... the sevens for fun. The theme song playing right now. Oh yeah, you have your headphones on. There's a song playing right now. It's okay. By the time you get them on, it'll be over. timing you just heard let's play sevens okay nailed it so i'm gonna give you uh, as uh, just like pyramid i'm gonna give you clues you chose in the break you chose 70s music yeah Here and you are. don't have to wear the headphones now there will be no right. music am i am i gonna live to regret this yeah yep. okay <laughs> <laughs> well, okay God, i had that extra shot here we go 70s music oh each, uh we have you have seven seconds to get each one 
And uh, what, what's your favorite genre of music? Like jazz. Okay, you're we're, not going to do well here. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no El Dimiola on didn't this. Didn't I say? Didn't I say? I, I knew I was going to hoist myself on yeah. my own baton. <laughs> uh, but no, that's when you said '80s. Yeah, you oh, thought, did I? Yeah, you thought '80s was going to be the problem. But and yeah, why that, did you bring a petard, if I may ask? <laughs> Pardon? You said you're going to hoist yourself oh in your own petard. God. Why did you bring one? You saw the show. The show was going. It's it was going great. It was going great. It was going great. Nice conversation. We made sure. a couple of new friends. And you got to fuck it up with that <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I clearly do. <laughs> you know, we're not a bird scooter you can just toss. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one, though. I know, right, Alfred? I feel like a bird scooter. Just I feel like bird line right alley. now. Hey. hey. <laughs> uh, okay, hit me. All right, here we I go. Mean, Figuratively. All right, we're doing 70s music. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to give you clues. These could be bands. They could be songs. Okay. That have to do with 70s music. Artists. Okay. Could be artists. Could be... Uh, here we go. Craftwork. Uh, uh, it's not unusual. The gentleman that sang that from Tom Wales. Jones. Yes. Uh, Lionel Richie's band. Uh, Commodores. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, disco hit. Uh, I can't... Uh, damn it. Uh, Harry is his first name. Then he's got a, a group. Next one. A uh, very popular uh, dance move uh, from the late 70s. The moonwalk. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Staying Alive. That kind of dance. Oh, disco. Next one. Uh, one of the... Uh, not the Four Tops. The, another Motown. Temptation. Uh, yes. Uh, Leonard Skinner's big hit, uh, Turn It Up, not Freebird, the other one. They are from uh, what state? Sweet Home Alabama. Yes. Uh, the other one, what I just mentioned, Leonard Skinner, not Sweet Home Alabama, their other hit. Uh, I uh, just said it. Oh, uh, no, no idea. <laughs> I just said it. Uh, hallelujah. <laughs> oh, it's impossible. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, boy, I could not think of Casey and the Sunshine's band big hits. I could not. Uh, That's uh, the way. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I couldn't yeah. pull that one. Uh, so you got Tom Jones. How got, did I do? You got, well, I'm about to tell you. You got the Commodores. Casey and the Sunshine Man was on me. I could not think of it. My clues for... <clears throat> disco? Disco? Not great. Not great. Not great clues. Was, oh, it was disco? Just the, disco. Just oh, because I thought you were going for the hustle. Yeah, I could have done that. I could have yeah, done anything said it was other a, than the bullshit I did. You said it was a dance, and I think that threw everyone yeah. off. Disco, it's a, it's disc, a, disco dance. Right, but it's a genre of music, too, so... If you just said, if you had just gone right to you know, Saturday Night only Fever. because you're sick, am I allowing this kind of <laughs> the place you dance in the behavior? <laughs> I apologize. Uh, the temptations we got, Sweet Home Alabama, we got. My clue for Sweet Home Alabama was not, not Freebird, their other big hit, which then made you say Sweet Home Alabama. Then I said, uh, Hey, remember the other song I just said? And then you chose not to remember Freebird, which had happened. Yeah, you know why? Because I got I got confused with the song that. The John Lennon McCartney song that got resurrected after John Lennon died. Oh, free as a bird. That's yeah. it. I got. I got. Oh, that yeah. came into my head, and I thought, no, that's not the right. I got confused. All right. Well, I appreciate your excuses. <laughs> uh, Thirteen. Thirteen out of a possible. Uh, the highest score is what thirty six that we've oh, gotten thirty three I think thirty three that's, ter- that's yeah. terrible no it's not actually thirteen's fine it's a, it's right there in the in the pocket it's yeah. fine that's good it's fine that was fine. several people have gotten one and zero yeah. <laughs> who uh, name names John Rasbawi uh, oh. from the TV show Speechless uh, so he was pointless Mindy Sterling <laughs> he's pointless Mindy yeah. Sterling from uh, from Austin Powers Austin Powers wow got a zero. Uh, but you got a 13. Oh, well, I'm pleased. I'm you should be. You should be very proud. Very proud. I feel very proud. I, <laughs> I think, does anyone have a tissue? <laughs> you want to masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, all right. 
Oliver, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. The name of the podcast is The Angel of Vine. Yes, it is. You can find that. Again, I'm two episodes in. I think it's terrific. I highly recommend it. Matt, you're also two episodes Um, in. Absolutely. And yeah, Uh, I'm only disappointed that Alfred Molina has not shown up yet. I know. It's weird. Yeah. So don't don't expect it. There's another few episodes yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm like like an interesting (laughs) amuse-bouche. Just when you think you've got the handle on this thing, mm-hmm. suddenly I turn up. Here comes Molina. And you're doing a lot of VO work these days. I am. I'm. I'm. Really, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to take a little time off from acting uh, because I'm trying to set up uh, a movie that I want to direct. Okay. And you can't. It's very hard to sort of unless you're unless you're so well known and successful that you can afford to pay people to help you with this, which I can't. You have to kind of stop doing something in order to do it something else. So, but voice work is nice and handy. You can uh, pop in and pop out. You know, keeps a bit of money coming in. Mm-hmm. And, you know all that. So it's uh, yeah. Um, I, and, I, and also to be honest with you, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. It's a it's an interesting way to work. You just that's reminded me. You were on. You might not even remember this, but you're on my daughter's favorite TV show. Uh, Gravity Falls as the multi bear, right. <laughs> which is, was amazing for Alfred Molina to pop up on this Disney cartoon. It was fantastic, and I yeah. enjoyed that a lot. Too. I, t- I got uh, I got a phone call from my grandson. This is a few years ago. He must have been about maybe twelve, and uh, I got a phone call, and uh, which was unusual because he never kind of phones me. You know, it's usually <laughs> the other way around. And he phoned, and he just said, "Granddad, are you the devil?" <laughs> And I didn't quite realize the content. I went, well, and I, my first, I went, Alfie, what's wrong? Because I thought maybe he was upset about something. I said, are you the devil? I went, no, what do you mean? And he goes, because my, fr- and, and they'd seen, you know, a friend of his had watched an episode of Rick and Morty, uh-huh. where I did the voice where my character was the devil. And this friend of my grandson said, I think your granddad's in, he's playing the devil. <laughs> And uh, I, but I completely forgotten about it. Yeah, yeah. I, so I'm kind of taking him absolutely his word, thinking <laughs> yeah. he's having some kind of crisis. <laughs> he's going through some prepubescent yeah. crisis, you know. But it was uh, yeah. But I I, I enjoy it. it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Um, and I, look, I, I know we're wrapping up here, but I, I think the fans of our show would be angry if we didn't talk about Boogie Nights for ten seconds at least. Yeah. Um, Probably your most iconic role, is that safe to say? Well, uh, well certainly one of the most uh, outrageous, mm-hmm. I think. there was uh, That was another a perfect example of, uh, you know, the Bob Hoskins theory of, you know, pop in for literally four, that was four days. Okay. Wow. You know, and, and uh, it was, it was my, but I think no one, I haven't been able to verify this, but I, I've, I think another actor had already been cast and that person, I don't know who it is, dropped out. The story I heard was that, his manager or his agent said something like, you know, this movie's about pornography. I really don't think you ought to be associated with something like that. And this actor pulled out because I was invited to come and do that literally four or five days before they were shooting the scene. Wow. So I think someone dropped out, you know. Cause and you that were, was a case where you were just asked to be in it. Yeah, I just happened to be because one of the producers uh, I knew from the days when he was a, um, a casting director. Okay. And uh, he just phoned me up and said, look, I normally wouldn't do this, but there's this part, you know, it, we've got to shoot it in four days' time. I, I, would you be interested? And I said, yeah, sure, just send it to me, you know. And I did the usual thing. I, I, did, I, I applied the, the Michael Caine rule, which is that if you've never done it before or you've never done anything like it before, do it, mm. you know. And uh, that, and that, that's always been Michael's uh, sort of you – know, he, he tells a story about being offered a job and he says, you know, he says to the, you know, to the producer, where, where are you shooting it? And they said, oh, we're shooting in Bora Bora. 
And apparently Michael Caine said, hang on, Shakira, have we ever been to Bora Bora? <laughs> no? Yeah, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is just as valid a reason to do a job as any other. Sure. Yeah. You know. uh, and that explains Jaws 4, the revenge. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, he also yeah. said once, to enjoy a high standard of living, you often have to make a low standard of film. Ah. <laughs> he, actually said, he actually said that in nice. an interview. So, uh, The great Michael Caine. Now, he's knighted. The, he's a sir, right? Is oh, he he's sir Michael Caine? Yeah, yeah, he's a sir. He, yeah, he's a sir. It. Right? Put that sword on his shoulder. I think, I think Alfred Molina deserves it. No, I don't no. disagree with you. Come on. No, no. If you if you if you leave the UK and make your life oh, somewhere like else, yeah. they kind of go, oh, that's rather bad form. <laughs> you know. uh, sir, thank you for being here. My pleasure. What a pleasure. pleasure. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely thank you. Honor. Thank uh, you. Again, the podcast is called The Angel of Vine. Uh, you can find it on all your podcast platforms. Oliver, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to meet you. Thank on behalf you. of the Pop Culture Beast, that's Garen Cockrell. Uh, back there, there's the Captain Clunk behind Mission Control, Elliot Hopper, the Honcho Matt Belknap. I'm Jimmy Part. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.